0: So, a couple of things here. We are on the road. We're not at the hacienda, so you guys are going to hear some traffic, maybe some trucks and things like that out there. So, um, don't be worried about that. It's all part of the natural ambiance. I want to invite everyone to go to hankstrange.com, sign up for our email list there. Lola spends a lot of time working on Lola's deals. You guys can also check that out. Uh, if you're looking for shirts and things like that to support the podcast, you can find all of these at... Uh, Ballistic Inc., which we've got links there on the website as well, as well as if you look into um, the Strangerholics tab, that has all our alternate platforms on it. Um, I like to show this Florida gun law book. Let me see. Is that? I don't know if that's focused. There we go. Boom. This is from U.S. Law Shield. You guys can sign up for U.S. Law Shield. Through uh, links that we have, either if you're watching live or listening to us on audio, you can sign up, and if you do a yearly membership, you can save some money, send a couple of shekels in our direction, help support the podcast with that. All right. Now, that being said, I do want to say this. I want to make a quote from Big Trouble in Little China, um, and this quote is from Jack Burton. I don't know if I don't know if my guests know the movie Big Trouble in Little China, but it goes like this. Just remember what old Jack Burton does when the earthquakes and the poison arrows fall from the sky and the pillars of heaven shake. Yeah, Jack Burton just looks that big old storm square in the eye and he says, The Who Moved My Freedom podcast, pal! That's the number one Second Amendment podcast in the universe, because old Jack Burton says so. Boom! Who, I don't know, I don't know if anyone out there, like, even has ever seen that movie big trouble in little china it's one of my favorites liberty is, liberty is like what i don't know mm-hmm. this, this is some nerdy stuff that i know nothing about all right we're that's gonna...
1: exactly what i was thinking
0: <laughs> i can see that like, i'm glad
1: you said what? it <laughs> what is
0: happening okay daniel I was like do... wow
1: he, hanks a serious nerd
0: yeah you've never heard of yeah. you've never heard of big trouble in little china Kurt russell yeah okay you're too you're too young for that <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with that there we go okay you've heard of it obviously Daniel listen let's that. smash let's smash the open and get into it right now if you guys out there have heard of it hit those thumbs ups uh, ring the bell all that kind of stuff let's...
2: welcome back to the Hank Strange alright guys
0: don't forget Lifestyles to smash that subscribe button smash the thumbs ups ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live I think I got a bell somewhere here let me see if I can do it <phone rings> There you go. That's, I'm going to call that the Liberty, Liberty Bell. Uh, how do you say, how do you say, how do you how do you, how do you, how do you say, do you say Liberty or cause I was telling, I was telling Lola, it looks like Liberty.
1: Well, in French, it would be liber- liberty, I guess, because it's
0: French. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're live with these guys. Listen, we do jazz hands here. This is how it goes. Like this, everyone has to do jazz hands. Awesome. Come on, let's awesome. get those ha- let's get those jazz hands going. There we too. go. Oh yeah, look, we got a puppy in here. Let's see the jazz jazz paws, jazz paws. Jazz paws. Who, who is <laughs> right this? <there>. Does, this <laughs> does this puppy mm-hmm. have a name? Obviously, this is Liberty Austin joining us. Uh, what's the name of your puppy that you have there?
1: Blondie is her name.
0: Blondie, oh, it's
1: very original.
0: Right. Okay. She's got great <laughs> eyes. She's got great eyes. <laughs> so cute. I'm sure <laughs> people. You. I'm sure people are loving that out there, as well as we. we gotta have, love puppies. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I do. I love puppies. Um, and we've got Gun Doctor TV Daniel joining us. He's all. How's it going? Yeah, man. You've got like T Rex arms hat on and medieval t-shirt and all this kind of stuff you know yeah yeah Some yeah branding like, going on i'm telling you he looks like a he looks like a race car driver to, today
2: oh <laughs> you <laughs> just,
0: like, just like the hat oh, not, no like the hat. oh really just okay like you don't have any yeah. kind of you don't have no, any no. affiliation with t-rex arms whatsoever
3: no not oh. even a little
0: oh you should man they should you know they need to help you out or something
3: i am not that high speed
0: <laughs> you don't have you don't have t-rex arms is that what you're saying <laughs> yeah so listen big shout out to harry's holsters big thanks to them for sponsoring the podcast if you guys use the code hank strange you could you could save yourself 10 percent off razor jb says thumbs up for the pup thanks to razor jb out there how are you guys doing man how, how either one of you we could, i guess we could start with liberty uh, ladies first two ladies over there on liberty side so
1: yeah um pretty good uh real busy right now with um at work i work for us law shield um mm-hmm. and constitutional carry you know it's just about mm-hmm. to get signed into law and so we've been really busy working on that
4: mm-hmm.
1: so that's it's awesome for texas i'm really excited for for what's happening with that
0: yeah i
1: honestly re- didn't think it was gonna happen i honestly didn't really yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah i mean we've been talking about that here for a couple of weeks so when is the governor gonna sign that in tech who's it governor is it abbott
1: abbott
0: yeah yeah he
1: hasn't said when he's gonna sign it yet
0: no do we know what's the hold no. up on that like is there something going on behind the scenes
1: No, he's not really commenting on it, and I'm really surprised that there's not more of, like, a hoopla going on about this Mm -hmm. from the Mm -hmm. 2A community in Mm -hmm. Texas because there's, like, nothing, which is very strange to me. Right. But also, from what I understand, he doesn't have to sign it. It can go to law without his signature. Now, I can't imagine (laughs) why he wouldn't sign it. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you know. I, I mean, so Abbott has been pro-Second Amendment, right? Or am I missing something? Is there...
1: Exactly. Very much. He's He's been pro-2A as far as I know. Yeah. And this is a very... This is a huge deal. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine why he wouldn't, but he's really not making a big deal about it.
0: Yeah, I've no... strange. Yeah, it, it it is it is weird to me. And I've been, like, I've been quietly asking myself that. And you, you know what? You posed, posed a good question, like... How come we're not making more noise or asking what the hell's going mm-hmm. on in Texas with that? Is he is he running for office? I'm just trying to game this out here. Is he running for office again sometime soon? Or?
1: No, I mean his term is going to be it up from what I understand. I mean they can only run for a certain number of years. So yeah, I don't understand why he's not making a bigger fuss out of this.
0: Yeah. I don't know.
1: I mean, it's, you would think he's like, we're going to sign it on this day. It's going to be Freedom Day. And,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, you can imagine all the noise he can make.
0: Yeah, I know that um, I know that obviously the media, right, the the left media doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lots of negative stuff from those guys, if you look at the headlines. But um, if someone is if someone's in Texas and has any kind of uh, insight as to what, or even if you're not in Texas, and you know, I don't know, uh Gun Doctor T V, do you have some uh Daniel? You have an idea of what's going on here?
3: No, uh, you know, I got a theory though.
0: What's
3: uh, the theory? I think he might be waiting before uh the head of the ATF is uh hmm. confirmed. Really? You waiting. I mean I, I don't know. I have any insight, so Kentucky, okay. we got it.
0: Yeah yeah there's a how many states are there out there that have it now i think it's well if texas comes on board it'll be 21 right or is it 22
1: mm-hmm.
0: i'm trying to think okay yeah this is a this is a really weird situation if anyone knows out there let us know that mike guy says a lot of governors will just let it go into effect by not signing mm-hmm. it um as not to piss off anyone on the other side
1: yeah Screw.
0: yeah forget those guys yeah
1: <laughs> But coming from Abbott, who's like, you know, wanting to sue Biden all the time for this, that and the other, you would think that this was his moment.
0: Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. A
1: huge victory.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll let the folks out there and you have absolutely no idea. Right. Liberty. No. Have you heard anything from anyone? Any tea leaves?
1: No, I have a a source um, Mm -hmm. into that office and. What I was told was that it's not even on their – it's so secret that nobody's talking about it. Hmm. So there isn't any way for anybody to know anything. I, that tells me they're trying to prevent it from getting leaked. Mm-hmm. So it's hmm. super top secret. They don't want to release any information whatsoever. And another thing that I heard was that they're very tied up with the southern border right now. Okay. They're super wrapped up with what's happening at the border.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. But I mean I just, it's an emergency the on the fighting border, mother right? Bills
1: too. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, there is did um Texas declare a state of emergency yet on the border? I, uh, they, I don't I know. I don't I don't
1: know that we did that yet. Yeah. You might have uh, done that a while back, actually.
0: Yeah. I thought I heard something like that. Uh Alan Powell's trying to be funny. He says she might not be at liberty to discuss it. And then he says, OK, I'll see myself uh, out no. yeah. <laughs> Do Yeah. You-
1: I try to be careful there with that commentary.
0: Yeah. Liberty, do you get this all the time? <laughs> do you get this like, you know?
1: <laughs> oh, that was a this, good. Yeah, definitely. Does it annoy you? You to tell us. <laughs> what I get a lot of is that Liberty Mutual commercial. Like everybody has to sing that song to me as I walk by at any event. You know, that Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sing it because it's so annoying to me, but you guys, right. you know, I'm I'm sure it'll happen for the end of the no. call.
0: <laughs> I never thought of doing it. I don't know. I, I never, uh, for some reason, I'm always like, oh, I don't want to, you know, I don't know. There's no reason. I always don't want to mess with you in any way and get in trouble. I've seen her shoot. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> that's, I'm always minding my P's and Q's. I'm like, oh, be nice. <laughs> don't start no trouble. They won't be. No- yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: How harmful, how, how bad can I be when I have a puppy here? It's not, no, it's not.
0: Oh, bad. I don't know. But that's very, I mean, look at this. This scene is very doctor Evilish here. You know, you mm-hmm. could be, you know, like, you could, yeah.
1: that's true yeah it's so easy
0: yeah so easy like uh yes billions and billions <laughs> <laughs> you know puppies with lasers <laughs> that's right oh so okay Dr. Evil you know about really mm. <laughs> just, that hurts my soul about trouble. <laughs> that hurts my soul what's up with you Daniel obviously look you guys were you guys were in um uh, man. Surviving the man. surviving man, Lola's telling me. I know it just goes out of my. I always think I always want to say the Isle of Man.
1: The yeah. Isle of Man.
0: Yeah, you know I'm I'm a little dyslexic. You got you guys have to understand that. It's fine. I understand. Yeah. So the Isle man. of
1: Man sounds like where I live with my evil puppy.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, laser eyes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with a bunch of so all your all your minions would just be some dudes. Is that you know? I don't know. My my minions. Yeah, the minions. You know the the you know the minions that you control will just be some dudes out there. And that's why that's why it would be called the Isle of Man, right? No. The henchmen. True. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you guys were doing Surviving Man together, or yes. Yeah, you guys were in that whole thing. The it's not out yet. You go. Who wants to explain what's going on here with with this Isle uh, with this uh, Surviving Man competition thing? What's up with that? Liberty you want to get-
1: Sure, so uh, Surviving Man is hosted by Don Mann, who's a former uh, SEAL Team Six guy. This guy is phenomenal. I am just in awe of him still, just one of the most respectable men I've ever met in my entire life. Just a great all-around person, humble, and he's been through so much in his life and he's so eager to share all those things with everybody. So this guy is leading 32 cast members who are competing for the number one spot okay and the training includes navy seal like training
0: okay so it's not just competition it's actual training i'm rolling i'm rolling in the website okay Mm
1: -hmm. yeah we have to survive certain like challenges right Mm mm-hmm a lot okay. of them are physical. So it's not just guns. It's like we're doing push ups in the desert on gravel in s- the super hot weather. It was okay. very intense.
3: Okay. 5K runs to the desert, things like that.
0: Oh, okay. Did you guys volunteer? <laughs> yeah, we for had the.
1: Pri- yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, I would definitely not volunteer to be
1: I didn't sign up for the five mile running. Okay, that was sprung <laughs> on me. I didn't know. I thought maybe they were gonna make it look good for show. Right. I was, no, was dying. It was legit. Oh so
0: oh wait, so they, oh really? They they really try to kill you guys?
1: Yes. Oh it
3: was legit. Yeah. Oh it was. <laughs> I had poisoning and everything. It was uh
0: Oh it was cool. <laughs>
2: No, my no, that's not cool.
1: Through. My feet bled through my combat boots. Like, my my like it was... What? Unbelievably hard. Oh, no. One of the hardest things I've ever done in my entire life, probably, for sure. Really?
0: Really? Would you do it and again? And I'm not
1: military. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. But I'm not military, so it allowed me to gain the perspective and so much... I already respect military and law enforcement mm-hmm. before, but this is like, man, I really respect what mm-hmm. you guys are doing. Well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Uh, do you want to, do you want to add to this, Daniel?
3: Yeah. I mean the show, it's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, the website that you were showing there, you can go and sign up for the VIP link mm-hmm. and check it out when it prepares
2: mm-hmm. and
3: uh, get on it. It's, it's going to be pretty awesome. It's uh. Like she said, it wasn't just shooting challenges. It was physical challenges, and above all, it was mental.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Above everything, it was a mental challenge.
0: Okay. So, um, uh, uh, some questions coming in here. Um, oh, Razor JB says, Hank, aren't uh, you aren't watching the X-Ring channel. He was in it as well. Um, yeah, I don't get to keep what? up with everyone's channel, unfortunately. I am a fan of X-Ring. Um, you know we've had him on and all that kind of stuff i know he does uh stuff with uh with my knife with my knife guys right here you right know check it out I got my Microtech right here. He's a he's a Microtech dude, just Hi. flexing a little bit. Oh cool! A little bit. Yeah. Um, a flex. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah.
1: Oh, I have one. Trick. I should go get mine so I could show it off too. Oh yes,
0: please do, please do. Daniel? Oh yeah,
1: hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna have my husband bring it to. Me.
0: Yeah, Daniel. I don't know. Do you have Do you have a Microtech yet? I don't no. have a
1: Microtech. Oh no.
0: geez, man, you got you know.
3: I am not at the Cool Kid Club.
0: Yeah, now you're embarrassing me in Liberty. I mean.
3: sorry Sorry,
0: man we're gonna have to do something make sure you get so yes anyway (laughs) shout out to x-ring that was in there lola wants to know lola says um lola says what was the selection process daniel you want to tell us like um how because i'm did they so you guys volunteered for this how many people actually volunteered because i think you said it was 30 people chosen how did they figure that out
3: I, i think the poll was around 500 people Wow, okay, and you you have to send in a tape explaining why you would be good on surviving man. It's basically an
0: audition tape, okay, all right, uh, what did you do for your audition tape daniel is so, this is look this the mug bro oh. the beard okay, I did so, the,
3: I just took a picture and sent it in, and they're like, hey, yeah, yeah the beard so
0: on. if we I think we need one crazy guy. Yeah, we'll take guns down to TV. <laughs> is, that what, is that what it was? That's exactly what it was. I'm sure, pretty sure. You know, um so this okay, what about you? What was your um what was your tape that you sent in Liberty?
1: So, um I wanted to get back into shape because mm-hmm it's been a while for me. I, I hurt myself a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was more about getting back into shape. Mm -hmm. And so that was really what I wanted to do, but I had no idea that we were going to do it to that level, you know?
0: Yeah. 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 So, so, okay. So 500 people and they just, like, they just from the 500, they just announced this is the 30 that we're going with. Or was there like different levels of this? Did they talk to you guys?
3: Well, I can't, I can't speak to liberties experience, but mm-hmm. I knew pretty early that I was cast.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: But uh, yeah, they just let you know through email.
0: And mm-hmm. okay, yeah, yeah. Um, how, so? What's how, how did you know you were cast? What's your special? Were you like some? You know, what's well, your background I'm, here? What's yeah? Go ahead.
3: Well. As you know, I'm a former police officer and uh mm-hmm. I did SWAT team for a few years and Oh, okay. That was yeah, and plus the mixed martial arts, I was a professional
0: fighter for Oh you were a few years. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Have you talked about that before on the show? I don't know if you've yeah. talked about that. Okay. Oh. Absolutely. Right. I was in there, man. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention, obviously. <laughs> 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 so they were like, Okay, we're going with this guy. Liberty, how about you? How was your thing? Was it immediate almost or?
1: Yeah, it was it was pretty fast. Um, Mm -hmm. I, you know, was really surprised at all that they picked me just because I don't have really any special skills that would have contributed to that other than, um, you know, I'm a hunter. So Mm -hmm. I have some a lot of experience being outdoors and, you know, in rugged terrain and things like that. But other than that, I didn't have any special qualities. Mike, the cast members, my fellow cast members, including the one included here with Mm -hmm. us today, are incredible people that have skills and talents that I've never been around. So many talented people at one time. It was humbling, to say the least. So the fact that I got picked, I felt kind of like for sure an underdog.
0: Okay.
1: And you guys are going to see me like panting on the side of the on the sidelines. I mean, I was dying. (laughs) It was not easy at all.
0: Yeah, I I was definitely
3: an underdog as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. for sure. There was some top
3: level talent there.
0: There was. Okay, so out of 30 people, was it split? Was it like 30? Was it 15 men, 15 women? Was it like what? Who? No, it was kind of random. Okay. All right. I think we had like
1: five women, right? We had five women. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, there's only so much we could get out of these guys. Everyone has to actually watch it because, you know. It's kind of like a reality show, right this yeah, is how right. this is how it goes if you're on a reality show you gotta sign all these uh, uh non-disclosure things you can't um, I mean a lot of times like the the really big ones don't even let you go until <laughs> until this stuff you oh, know, right. they, it's all in the can and then I think they still sequester some people because they just don't want them out there talking about it before it gets out so we we don't want to give away any secrets right.
1: Right, exactly. We were mm-hmm. warned not to like post certain pictures that of what went on mm-hmm. um, yep. in certain scenes because it would give away the ending somewhat. So we were mm-hmm. warned sternly mm-hmm. not to post certain things or say certain things.
0: Okay. Right. All right. Cool. Shout out to everyone who's out there. As folks are coming in, please smash the thumbs up. Okay? Ring the bell, all that kind of stuff. We appreciate that. Big shout out to Black Diamond Guns and Gear. It's either Josh, Josh, or Josh or other Josh from Black Diamond Guns and Gear out there. I never know who it is. Okay, so what can you guys uh, what, what can you tell us about this?
3: Well, I could talk about the people that put the show on, uh, American okay. Stories TV. Okay. They're a new production network and they got a lot of shows coming out, not just Surviving Man. Uh, they have a show called Blue Valor and it's about police officers that have won the highest award for uh, valor and a line of duty.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, there's country ball that highlights football players, and basically, basically what American Stories is, is a, a group of people that want to put out TV shows to those who feel put out by Hollywood, who feel put out by the mainstream.
2: You okay.
3: know, when they cancel these shows and. People were like, "What's going on?" I really like that show, and it was all yeah. over politics. Well, this yeah. is the this is the group that they're going after.
0: This yeah, this is
3: the tart tar- audience.
0: Yeah. Um, so you know, I think um, like one of my favorite reality shows. I'm not that deep into reality shows to be honest, but one I really liked was Top Shot, which we never got it back. I don't know why. Yeah, I love but, that show. Yeah, but something like that, right? Um, you know. W- there's just certain things nowadays they don't want to put out there so you know right. we, we don't and that's yeah.
3: what american stories is attempting okay. to
0: do and okay i think
3: that's going to be pretty successful
0: so we should expect to see more things from american stories uh should we expect oh, yeah. to see more from maybe from you guys can anyone can we talk yeah, about maybe. that not
1: talk about, maybe
0: oh Okay. I'm
1: actually filming a second part of the show next week in Florida mm-hmm. uh, called The Aftermath. And so I get to go back with two other contestants, um, Ali Webster and uh, Dr. Stankis, who uh, we are going to basically go over all the things behind the scenes that were going on at the time of the show. So oh, cool. for sure, I'm going to keep collaborating with them. Um, like, mm-hmm. you know, american he was saying American Stories is just a great Company that's really trying to make some changes um, mm-hmm. out there and provide provide some good American uh, content that you know is being censored otherwise. So
0: yeah, Doctor stinkus
3: <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Jen, yeah, Jen She's a uh, superhuman.
0: Oh, oh yeah. this is oh that's this crazy. is a, oh this is a lady. Okay. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. She uh, she was one of the contestants on the show, and she is an absolute
0: superhuman. Really, really. Okay, yeah, cool. Oh
3: yeah. Uh, the, the mom from Sarah Connor from Terminator, mm-hmm. that's, uh, Dr. Stankis.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, yeah, um, awesome. yeah. How, so how can people watch this show? That's what I'm wondering here. Is it gonna, is it like, where's it going to broadcast? Do we have to pay to watch it? How's, how's it going to work? How can we all watch and participate in this?
3: Well, I will tell, I would tell everybody, go to survivingman.com, and that's mm-hmm. man with two ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sign up for the VIP premiere, and that will tell you everything you need to know. But you, uh, I do know it's going to be on the Roku player and the
0: Amazon Fire Stick. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, but you don't know if it's going to cost something or anything like that, right? I don't know mm-hmm. any of that no. information. No. no. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, Just trying. To- I don't think it is, but I can't say for sure. Okay. All right. Um, and was it like? And I
1: got my Microtech up.
0: Oh yeah. Let's see this Microtech. Aha. Ready? Very nice. I like that color. Hold on. Here we
1: go. Hold on. Okay, dang. Hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, sorry. I missed it yeah. on the...
0: See, you got to practice. You got to practice that, you know? That's the I'm one... I'm
1: scared of it, actually.
0: <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's actually... <laughs> it just, like... <laughs> Well, so, yeah, actually, it's pretty safe. So I don't know if you realize this, but there's... Okay, so I'm going to get in trouble because, uh, I, you know, um, I'm not... De- you know what? I'm using this because it's here, but you could use it as a protection. So just watch this. If you try to deploy it, see that what, what happens here? It just... Um, hold on. Let me see if I can go full screen on me so you guys can see. If you try to deploy it and it bangs into something like that, it doesn't... There's a safety mechanism oh, cool. in there that doesn't allow it to come all the way out. So now, that's just loose in there, and it won't, and you can't actually get it to do it until you reset it. So I guess you can push it down on the table or something like that. Uh, Well, okay, now I have it. Now this, yeah, you got to push it in okay. all the way. Yeah. So, boom, there you, go. there you go. There you go, yeah.
4: There you go.
0: Yeah, and I think I did that, and I don't know how to reset mine. Oh, no, you have to open it all the way to do it. There you go. Okay, so now yeah. I got it. Yeah, you got to open it up all the way. Hey, look at look at Daniel. Bam, there you go. You I don't know. even Yeah, you don't even have one and you know about this, you know? You're
1: Daniel uh, needs to have one next yeah, to on the here so we can Yeah. play with them together. Yeah, <laughs> my,
0: Microtex costs a little bit of money, like uh, you know, I I bought mine um like all my microtechs but they but they do hold their value so um you know i think i think they're pretty cool and they're definitely worth the money so well
1: john bartolo gave me mine when i was on his show last month
0: oh and
1: i haven't had a chance to really play with it as much but yeah i love it
0: yes and you could do that test uh you know like on a soda can or something like that you put a soda can there and you open it and okay. it'll hit that can and it won't come all the way out so you know lots of safety built so into like it.
3: lightsaber somebody with it where you like you put it on on them and like open it
0: up
1: and <laughs> oh yeah that would be cool
0: <laughs> i don't i don't know but you know what ray from x-ring he he has a whole bunch of videos <laughs> where he's torture testing the living bejeebas out of these things um, and they yeah. are really, 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 really tough. So, where are big fans. Yeah, Lola has Lola has one. I've got a couple. You know, I've traded stuff for them. You know, believe it or not, I've traded some guns in the past. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, so, um Yeah. That's that's just how it goes with the microtex, and I'm sure everyone out there will tell us their favorite thing. Ghost Tacticals out there, shout out to him. Uh, The that Mike guy says that a Boba Fett version. Yeah, this is uh, from the bounty hunter. Let me see. Let me see if we can get it. This is uh, from the bounty hunter because they can't actually use Boba Fett or anything like that. So this is that's what this is. That's what the uh, that's what the symbol is.
1: It's very cool. I like that. Huge Star Wars nerd.
0: Yeah. Are you into any of this kind of ner- nerdy stuff, Liberty? Or no?
1: Well, I'm a Lord of the Rings fan, so I don't know why Star Wars fans are never Lord of the Rings fans. Do you notice that? I'm
0: both. Oh, you're both? You're
1: both? Okay, good. Okay. I'm like a major Lord of the Rings nerd.
0: Really? <laughs> why? I thought
1: that I was nerdy because I watched Lord of the Rings.
0: Oh. So what is it you like about Lord books. of the Rings? Yeah, I read the books too, yes. When I was a kid, I was a big fan of Lord of the Rings um, and all the movies and all that kind of stuff I've seen, but I don't know Mm -hmm. if I would say like, I'm a big nerd about it. What, what made um, I'll start with Liberty. What made you like Lord of the Rings so much?
1: I think it like it's spiritual qualities, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know, it's just more of a um, like, I, I know Tolkien's background. So I just, I guess it's a spirituality of good versus evil, that whole kind of battle. Mm-hmm. Just resonates well with me and just what I like. I mean, okay. I don't know. Really, that's it. I, I like the characters. Okay. Okay. Love the characters.
0: What character do you identify with the most?
1: Legolas, the elf, the the archer. <laughs>
0: Okay, you like the elves. Do you think do, do you fancy yourself as a as an elf? Maybe you know.
1: I would be a she elf for sure, one hundred percent. Okay, yeah,
0: you have that glow. They're almost like uh, what is that? What is that uh, vampire thing with the glowing diamond skin? Whatever.
1: Um. <laughs> are you talking about Twilight, Hank? Yeah, oh
0: Twilight! Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the elves. That's are. like
1: yeah, that's so funny.
0: Yeah, and Legolas, wasn't Legolas, uh, what was that British actor, right? Uh, I forgot his name. Uh,
1: Orlando Bloom.
0: Orlando Bloom, boom, from uh, Pirates Mm -hmm. of the Caribbean, yeah. Okay, all right, interesting. We're going to analyze this, Liberty. We're not getting off this anytime soon, since we found (laughs) something you're nerdy about. So, Daniel, what is it that drew you to Lord of the Rings? I
3: guess, originally, it's... uh it's the fantasy realm. I'm all about that. You know, I'm a D and D nerd too. So, okay, I'm I'm a real true nerd. I I play D and D. I yeah. yeah do all that's that's crap. Dungeons
0: and Dragons Liberty. Yes. Oh
1: my God, you play that? <laughs> <What>? Absolutely. <laughs> yep. I told you, I'm a nerd. Just kidding. No, I don't know if you
0: I don't, I don't know if you knew that or not. I just figured I would say. It. Okay, so so you're into <laughs> fantasy stuff. You're into fantasy.
3: Absolutely. I'm the dude that dresses up to go to Renaissance festivals and stuff. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. yeah, That's me. Well, I mean, I was thinking when we were talking about how you got selected, like when I look at your videos, Daniel, I always ask myself, like like, how come Daniel isn't getting more views or whatever? Because your stuff is entertaining and you have a lot of fun with what you do. And maybe these guys saw that, you know.
3: Yeah, I think that's what it was.
0: Yeah. So who do you identify with in uh, Lord of the Rings?
3: Oh, King Aragon! Absolutely.
0: Really? Okay. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. I knew uh, you were
1: going to say that.
0: Really? <laughs> okay. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, so listen, let me tell you, <clears throat> I don't know if a lot of people know this, but uh, when I was a kid, when I, I think I started reading uh, the Hobbit when I was like around six years old, believe it or not. And that's a big book, but wow, that yeah, is I, impressive. Yeah, I learned how to read, and I read. And one of the first books that I read after I learned how to read was *The Hobbit*, and um, and I read it over and over again throughout my life. You know, because I think when you're when you're that age, you don't understand everything that you're really. You're just reading words, and you know, um, for some reason, like you said, I identified with that kind of stuff, and so that went into *The Lord of the Rings*, and I read those over and over and over again throughout my life so i would say like out of all of those characters i kind of identify with the hobbits you know like frodo and bilbo and Mm -hmm. stuff like that um
1: interesting
0: yeah and i think that tolkien um saw the hobbit characters as children and that's probably why i identified with it so much you know it's like Mm -hmm. little people but then as I got older and I saw the movies and things like that, I I still I do enjoy it. I don't want to say I don't enjoy it, but I'm not as much of a nerd about that as other things, I think. You know. Um, and like I think some, so do you, uh, you like what? Um what do you mean like what?
1: You said like other things. What are you what other things are you nerdy about?
0: Um okay. I like for example, I'm very nerdy about Rick and Morty. I don't, do you know what Rick and Morty is?
1: Rick no. is Rick. And, is that Rick, like Robin Williams?
0: No, Rick and Morty. No. No,
1: <laughs> no I don't know. Uh, I don't oh, know. Oh, you're talking
0: about Mork and Mindy. <laughs> Mork and Mindy. Yes,
1: that's what it <laughs> sounded like. <laughs> no, Rick and Morty like, is.
0: <laughs> yeah, Rick and Morty is a cartoon. So, how Daniel was saying he dressed up like the last time Lola and I had to do a dress up thing. Um, one of our friends got married in New Orleans and her wedding was a um was like a Halloween wedding. Everyone had to get dressed up as a character. And Lola and I did Rick and Morty so characters. Fun. Yeah. It's a cartoon, but I like it because it's an adult cartoon. There's a lot of cursing and adult jokes and stuff like that in there. Um, and it's very sci fi. Huh? Were you Rick or Morty? I w- Well I was I was Rick. I was uh I was black Rick that's what I went as, I went as so was Lola Morty no Lola was in one of the Rick and Morty in one of the stories there's this planet that um, uh, th- there's this planet that's taken over like by a hive mind there's a yeah, hive I mind that takes over. yeah and so Lola played one of the people from the planet that was a well, was a hive mind I, somewhere here I have pictures I'll find them and and, and throw that awesome. in for you guys yeah but I just like that kind of stuff. And, the, and here's the reason why I really like Rick and Morty. because, um, So when I, when I read The Lord of the Rings, I was actually living in England at the time as a kid. And so I used to watch um, Doctor Who and all that kind of stuff. And when I was a kid, I loved Doctor Who. But then when I got older, I was like, this is nonsense. You know, there's yeah. a lot of like communism I, I guess is the best way for me mm-hmm. to describe it in Doctor Who but I like Rick and Morty because it's kind of that same kind of sci-fi thing there's no time travel but there's a lot of similar things going on in there, it's just more grown up and I think that's one of the things with The Lord of the Rings that as I got older I realized that I identified a lot with that when I was a kid but as an adult I have a tougher time connecting to it if that makes any sense
1: Hmm. Yeah. yeah, for
0: sure. Yeah. I don't know if that's weird. Or I or used why? to
1: really like How Beavis like and Butthead. Huh? But not anymore.
0: Yeah. Oh, you yeah. said you like Beavis and Butthead?
1: Like I used to think Beavis and Butthead was really funny, but now I just, you know, yeah. I have a hard time
0: yeah. you do. laughing <laughs> at <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just I yeah. Uh I like Beavis and Butthead too. You know? Um sometimes people say something like, you said boobies. <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> see there you go
0: okay you, you you know exactly what i'm talking
1: about oh, i like on. it when was it was beavis that would go into his little like shaking kind of thing that he'd do right that was hilarious
0: <laughs> yeah and they were uh what was it cornholio
1: <laughs> is that yeah yeah
0: came from? <laughs> <from> Yeah, it's so stupid. We like, you know what? As, as human beings, we like stupid things.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: We like stupid things. <laughs> what were you going to say, Daniel? What were you going to say?
3: Oh, I, no, oh. I, I don't know.
0: Oh, here. I'm going to roll in a picture. Let me see if my phone will work this time. Here's a picture of Lola dressed up as one of those characters. Awesome. Let's see. Oh, oh here cute. we go. This is better. There we go. Boom. Yeah. That was Lola. I noticed she didn't she didn't send me a picture of me here, but I guess she's got she's she's got the pictures of her on demand. Yeah, that's so crazy. Now I have (laughs) like I'm I gotta look and find pictures of my own self. But
4: sent you pictures
0: of No, that was I just oh 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 hold on a second. Hold on. I see it. No, Uh I see it. Uh Hold on here. Let me let me go into it. Here we go. So boom, there we go there's me oh that's cute yeah see that's like black hip-hop rick um <laughs> kind of i that, love that blue way yeah you know i kind of mix it you yeah, this that's my problem i always mix up things like this i can't just you know i have to add my own creativity to everything that i do but yeah so there you go that was an awesome wedding you that was that like huh you the unibrow. The unibrow. I, I nail the unibrow all the time. I've got a permanent unibrow. <laughs> yeah. So you've never heard of Rick and Morty. I can't believe that. Uh, I know I'm going to have
1: to Google it later. Yeah, I'm
0: going to have to look up Rick Figure and Morty. Figure it out. Yeah. Rick and Morty is one. It's like, uh, what is it? Cartoon Network, I think. Yes. Adult yeah. Swim. Adult yeah. Swim. Yeah. Adult yeah. Swim. It's so awesome. I watch those over and over and over and over again and i quote it i quote stuff from there so um (laughs) yeah um let's see here so uh let's see this let's see if there's some questions coming in here shooting gallery ne says i'm a power ranger nerd myself
1: huh oof i used to like power rangers too yeah i
0: yeah really i never got into power rangers I never got into power Rangers. maybe that's like a generational thing i was into stuff like he-man yeah that and
1: batman was my favorite like i had to watch batman every day the cartoon
0: yeah yeah was it a cartoon oh okay Mm -hmm. did you ever watch the old adam west batman tv show
1: if it was ever like on reruns Yeah. yeah
0: oh okay yeah yeah those were stupid, but I, and I knew they were stupid when I was a kid. But it was just so much fun.
3: It was still the nineteen eighties then, so yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, uh, shooting gallery, any? Oh, shooting gallery, NE Has a whole bunch of stuff he's saying in here. He says um, the Hobbit is the better of the books slash movies. Um, um, yeah, I think the Hobbit is the. I would definitely say the better the the better of the books. I think when yeah. I think when they they because they kind of did it in reverse with the Lord mm-hmm. of the Ring movies. So the original the movie, yeah. yeah, they yeah they did Lord of the Rings first, which I think was pretty good. I mm-hmm. might have a like yeah. a few complaints about it, but it was overall. The ghosts. Oh, the wraiths. No, I thought the no wraiths the ghosts. Was, what ghosts? No,
1: remember in part three, the pirates, the part pirate ship. Oh, was, the pirates. Well, the, oh, the ghosts. Um, that could yeah. have been a little better.
0: Um. Yeah, that was okay. And yeah, that's that's valid. That's valid. That's like that's,
1: my only complaint.
0: That's your big complaint. You didn't like the
1: ghosts. hmm I th- yeah. I didn't care for the ghosts.
0: I'm trying to remember. Was that in the stories? I think it was right. I'm trying to remember if that was actually in the books. Someone it was in their, the books. It was in the books. Okay. Maybe <laughs> they maybe they just rushed through that part of it or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was wonky the the way they mm-hmm. kinda waved over the battlefield. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because the Pirates of, a, of the Caribbean of ghosts were cool. View.
0: Yeah. Oh the part. okay, so you compared them to the Pirates of the Caribbean ghosts.
1: Yeah, yeah. they just could have done better. Right. It's like they rushed like you said, they rushed past it and they just didn't really pay that much attention to detail.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Original Pirates of the Caribbean is an awesome movie. I could watch that anytime.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah mm-hmm. uh, I think eventually, somewhere there, it got all crazy. <laughs> like it usually does <laughs> in sequels. You know. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Let's see. Did they make like five of those? They made five of those movies, I think, right?
1: Mm-hmm. I believe I, so.
0: Yeah. I think the first three were okay.
1: I didn't even watch they the last the two. They just looked dumb.
3: 12.
0: Huh? They what? They were on track to do, like, a big number of those Twelve? Movies, oh, so. no. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't it think so. It's it yeah, the whole 12? series. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, the first three, what did you just say, Liberty? You didn't watch, you only watched the first two or something?
1: Yeah, I watched the first three. The last ones just didn't seem appealing to me. They just seemed so over the top, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean.
0: Yeah, the last two especially were horrible. The third one I thought was good because it starts off with a sea shanty. You know mm-hmm. how can you go how can you go wrong <laughs> when you start off with a sea shanty and i always thought it was good like to like people who are looking at this for gun stuff like what does that have to do but you know if you think about it like in the beginning of the third ones where they were showing how they were hanging people and doing all these kinds of things that's what mm-hmm. would have happened to the founding fathers of america yeah that's know? right yeah had we lost that yep. you know uh, it's funny, you know, this is like episode seven, se- like 776, I think, that we're in right here. But that's what would have happened all right. to all those dudes, man. They would have been hung. Yeah. Their dead bodies would have been put in cages and stuff like that and left out there for the ravens and things like that to pick them apart. It was just, you know, it, it was crazy. So the whole yep. idea of that, I think, and that's what I like about Pirates of the Caribbean. And I always tell people that in a way there's a big relationship with pirates and all that kind of stuff and america and freedom mm-hmm. absolutely yeah i don't know if that's i've the ideal yeah but i think also there there's a um and anarchists you know. well um I, you know what i don't you know what that's a good In that's way a, but they yeah. have a hierarchy so. Yeah, cuz I think uh, th- there's a there's a documentary on Netflix that talks about pirates and the pirates were the, were some of the first people to bring up the whole idea of democracy. So like on a piracy on a pirate ship there was democracy. The captain wasn't a dictator that could do whatever he wanted to do. Like each man had a vote including the captain so they could overthrow the captain. You know? And there were pirates who took that idea and um and formed like i think the one of the first nations that came out of that idea was in the bahamas or something or uh, one of the islands in the bahamas if you really if you really dig into it and that kind of idea kind of uh blossomed into what we have now in america and the spirit i think a lot of that spirit is still is still there not in everyone not in everyone but some of us no yeah Absolutely. you know yeah yeah, for me I identify a lot with pirates of the Caribbean cuz I'm from the Caribbean. You know. Right on. And and yeah. I got pirate blood. That's so, cool. yeah. Um but yeah, so I don't know how we got we got off track somehow from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's it's right there next to each other, so Yeah. I think not the first
0: the first Lord of the Rings movies were good, but they went backwards and I think that's what messed up messed it up with the Hobbit and then the Hobbit is a big book but they try to make it into three movies and they stuffed a bunch of stuff into the Hobbit that I was like, okay, I definitely do not remember this nonsense.
1: Well, like the she elf was not part of the book.
0: Yes. 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 Yeah.
1: But I'm so glad they put it in the movie though, because Mm. they put it in so nicely where it didn't Mm. really feel like, Oh, they're just trying to add women into it. It, uh, it actually went really well. I thought.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It worked. Um, yeah Appalachian Gunrunner says to me personally Conan the Barbarian was the beginning of my fan- fantasy realm interest I love Star Wars and really enjoy the Lord of the Rings yeah
3: yeah I like Conan back in the day
0: yeah Conan Arnold in his prime yeah Conan uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was the best Conan No one. There? yeah no one else has done and, and you know what when I was a kid I liked Arnold now not so much <laughs> you're,
3: you're not down mm-hmm. with Aquaman
0: um what's his what's the name of the aquamine? what's the name of that guy again uh, jason momoa jason momoa yeah you know listen i i respect yeah. him he's a good-looking dude you know but you know i don't think he did conan um yeah, yeah that was a pro. no yeah, if you if role. you think about the conan movie did you ever see did you see the conan movie liberty the the one with jason yeah, momoa?
1: old old one no the, no
0: no so you didn't see the, no, new, the new one, one. one. Oh, okay no um I the movie I think that movie was okay but the best part of that movie was the beginning with the kid Yeah you, for anyone who's seen it in the beginning there's a kid in there who is badass and I was like wow <laughs> this kid was was amazing and and basically he grew up to be you know to be the uh, Jason Momoa's version of Conan and all that but the beginning with the kid was yeah, that was uh, fantastic? Hammered
3: out his background, yeah. I, I thought I'm with you. I thought that was really cool. Did yeah. you see uh, the juice comment? Uh, Beastmaster. Are you guys down
0: with beast? Oh, wait, hold on. Who said that comment? The juice, the juice. Okay, I don't know where that was. I'll see. Beastmaster. Okay, I'm gonna let um, I'm gonna let Liberty go for this. <laughs> you did you hear of Beastmaster? Beastmaster?
1: The old one, yeah, that was a good one. The old oh, movie,
0: okay. I was okay. So that's super good. Okay, I like this. You like uh, the older movies. You've looked at the older ones. Yeah.
1: hmm
0: Yeah. Um, I thought that was cool. I can't remember yeah. the That's name the of the... the one that
1: had, like, that Medusa in it, right?
0: Um, did it have... Hold on. Let me see. I'm going to IMDB this now.
3: I knew he talked to animals and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he had, like, a hawk or an eagle or something. Yeah. He could, he could mm-hmm. see through the animals... I so there was either a tiger or something like that in there it was kind yeah. of it was kind of like uh he-man yeah Did, he was the Beastmaster. Yeah, he-
4: it was good yeah.
0: yeah that movie that movie was let me see here we go uh, mark singer that's the name of the guy mark singer was in there now do you this is now we're going to see the level of nerdiness and here let me cut let me cut this in so this is IMDB. This is this is Mark Singer right here. We can go to a picture of him. What TV show was Mark Singer in that also lots of nerds are fans of? Do you guys know? Who knows? Who knows this?
4: Mark know. Singer. He was in.
0: This was this was a really good TV show that I think people should look at right now if they can get their hands on it. It's very relative to what's going on. Let's see if anyone out there can get it. Uh, someone's saying yeah, Kevin I'll Sorbo. That's from uh, Kevin Sorbo is from uh, what was that TV show with Hercules. Yeah, Hercules and Xena.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I was a fan of Xena, I could tell you guys that. Um let's see if anyone gets what um what TV show Mark Singer was in. One of my favorite TV shows of all time. Richard Vasnick says Mark Singer, but who knows what TV show he was in? Come on. I'll give you go- oh there we go. Screaming Skull Saloon got it. He says V visitors. Did you guys ever see that? You never saw, uh-huh. them, saw that? Okay. Uh V was a TV show that was like I think in the late eighties, I wanna say. Middle mid middle to late eighties. And um let me see, yeah, nineteen eighty three is when it came out. Here, I'm gonna throw this up on the screen if I can. So basically these uh oh, wrong thing, wrong thing. Here we go, V. So, basically, these aliens um, come to Earth, and they come with all this technology, and they're like telling Earth, we're going to make everything better for you guys. They look all awesome and super attractive. Like, all the, the women are beautiful. The dudes are all, you know, beautiful yeah. as well. And they are lizard people.
3: Yeah. Hmm. Now, yeah. wasn't – they? Didn't
0: they do a new version of that? Yeah, the, no, no. Yes, they did do a new version. We're going to pretend that never happened. I know what you're talking about. Yeah,
3: That's the only one I've seen, so that's my yeah. that's reference point.
0: Yeah. I think that's a... You
1: that's... know what's really weird about um those old movies, though? Because mm-hmm. I have two young kids at home, and I censor mm-hmm. everything they watch, right? Okay. If you go back and look at, like, Beastmaster or these older movies, and we watch them, you know, as kids, but there's so much skin in those movies compared Mm -hmm. to like what we would allow our kids to watch now. Right. That um, it's always surprising. So I don't, I can't even watch those old movies now because my kids are in the house and they're going to, oh. I don't let them watch that's like over PG 13 rating, honestly. Right.
0: I know, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. But that's what I enjoyed about it as a kid because you're right. You know, back in the day. She, <laughs> Lola always tells me, Lola was born in Ghana and, and she came here, I think, when she was about eight years old. And she said her mom would mm-hmm. never let her watch James Bond. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah minute, I probably
1: wouldn't let my kids watch it either.
0: No, the minute someone... Uh, like, there was a kiss or something in there, my mother was like, that's it. You can't look at this thing. That's um, it. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: okay, I'm not that bad. But
0: I lo- that's what I love, the 80s... If you look at an 80s movie, you're guaranteed to see some skin. I was like, this is Yeah, awesome. yeah.
1: like Die not. Hard. I don't even let my kids watch Die Hard. I used to love Die Hard.
0: What? what? Hold on a second. What was wrong with Die Hard? You don't
1: even... Yeah. Cause see, I mean like it, it's, it's got stuff in it.
0: So, okay. And now it...
1: how I do it is I go to that IMDB app that you use and if you uh-huh. scroll down, it has a parent's guide. Right. So right, my right. kids know, like if they want to watch a movie, they're like, here's the parent's guide.
0: Oh <laughs> man. But listen, okay. Do they factor in for eighties violence? Cause eighties violence is
3: not really that bad.
1: <laughs>
0: You know,
3: the punch is missed by a mile. I'm I telling mean. you. Oh, and all the guns are wrong.
1: Do you guys ever notice how the guns are all wrong? Like my wife cannot so watch funny. a movie
0: with me. Really? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. That's literally how I am.
0: Yeah. What was it? True Lies. We always talk about that here on the podcast. True Lies. And we do a movie night sometimes. So if you guys are really mm-hmm. into nerdy stuff, I'm gonna get back. We haven't done it in a while. I'm gonna get back into doing movie night where we pick a movie. And i would
1: love to do movie night because I, yeah. I just love to criticize yeah. all the moves
0: <laughs> okay cool yeah so we'll i'll invite you guys when we do that because we pick a movie we obviously can't show the whole movie or anything like that in here we show a couple of things but we talk about the guns and what we thought about the movie we talk about that for the whole time but true lies remember true lies with uh schwarzenegger <laughs> and uh um, jamie lee curtis jamie lee curtis that was i yep. love that movie man i love that movie still you know, but there's a scene in there where she drops. uh, Is it a Uzi or Mac Ten? I think it might be a Mac Ten.
3: And it fires going down the.
0: Steps. Yeah, it's going
3: it's, down the steps of fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and it has a, <laughs> it has a, a safety. It has a grip safety on it. You know.
3: Yeah, I was just watching yeah. Lebowski. This is bad. Yeah, an Uzi in there. Yeah. John Goodman drops it on the, on the pavement, and it like mm-hmm. starts firing in all directions.
0: Mm-hmm. And- yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your so okay, Liberty? We can we'll get into this right now what if, what are the movies that make you the most upset when it comes to that kind of stuff that oh like, my gosh you, Well, you, if you think see of a,
1: like a, um, yeah for off the top of my yeah. head like one of the reasons I I love Angelina Jolie for yeah. some things but every yeah. movie she's in with a gun it's just all wrong in yeah. Mr and Mrs Smith her scope is on backwards I don't oh
0: wow! Oh, you are no joke.
1: <laughs> yeah, like she just has comp- like her her even in the one that she just released recently, it's like mm-hmm. I'm you know there, she just doesn't have that coordination. Now oh. you guys watch Peppermint with uh, what's her name?
0: Uh, Peppermint um, is um, I know who you're talking about. Oh my gosh! Uh, hold What's on. her name? Peppermint is uh, she was. Oh, uh-huh. man
1: jennifer gardner
0: jennifer gardner jennifer gardner yeah i i, I have that movie but she's i haven't looked at it is a that badass good? That, that's a good it's movie it's so
1: good because oh, okay. look not only are you going to be impressed by her gun use mm-hmm. but she is actually like a black belt twi, uh brazilian jiu-jitsu or taekwondo, whatever whatever that is she is like actually okay. doing those moves she's really good oh, cool
0: okay yeah but jennifer awesome. Gardner did a what was the tv series that she did where she did a lot of gun stuff too um,
1: uh-huh uh, alias it was alias yeah, alias
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I like- yeah,
1: I, could ha- I hardly had any complaints in that movie I was just like wow this is a great women woman empowerment oh, cool. even the okay, guns cool. they use because I'm really picky about the guns they use too
0: yeah Jennifer Garner has some muscles I like ladies with muscles that might be some people might not but put your hands up if yeah, you like you to see to a little bit of muscle it. on on the ladies. I like to, not there's a there's a line where it goes too far, but uh, you know you could put your hands up too if you want to, Liberty. Yeah, I like to see <laughs> muscles on the ladies. There you go. Yeah, um, you know, uh, that's what I like about uh, Gina Carano, if I'm saying that right. Yes.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, uh, I'll just say it right now because people in the chat will know where what I'm going to say right now. Death by Snooze That's a <laughs> that's a nerdy reference. If you've never looked at Futurama Liberty, you don't know what that is. Well,
1: I, I know Futurama's a cartoon, right?
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. But there's an episode is
1: that, is that the Amazonians?
0: Yes, the Amazonians. There's an Amazonians episode in there where they crash land on these Amazonians planet <laughs> and they sentence the men to death by Snooze
1: Yes. Oh gosh. <laughs> that is so
0: awesome. Okay, so so Angelina Jolie always messes up the gun stuff. So Mr. and Mrs. Smith oh, which yeah. which I thought was a good movie. Um and I have now I've got to go back and uh, with a fine tooth comb and go through that one mm-hmm. or maybe we could do that on a movie night. Lots of so Angelina Jolie messes up in there but Brad Pitt does not is, is Brad Pitt? Um, I
1: don't really recall any it's real gun movies with him.
0: No, but he was in I'll Mr. and Mrs. Smith Salter. Come no. out. Oh wait, he was yeah. doing the he was doing that? He was doing that?
3: Yeah, the old cup and saucer.
0: Okay. Huh. You know what's funny? They're supposed to be gun people, supposedly, allegedly. Yeah. yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. I still see people on the range using that grip, so that doesn't yeah, surprise me.
0: It's well, so one of the things about Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt when they were together, that was like a thing that people said that in their home they had um a basement in Hollywood, their basement had a gun range in it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so yeah I heard you know that. that.
1: I heard that. Yeah,
0: they're supposed to be gun people, but uh, yeah, I guess they didn't get... So what do you what do you guys think was like the... Give us some movies that have the best gun handling in it. Best gun handling well,
3: I think movies well, now... I are first. Are... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that has changed the whole dynamic mm-hmm. of guns in Hollywood because... Yeah. Yeah. People saw real gun handling and they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, I like that. Mm hmm. So, and you're starting to see a lot of clips come out of Terran Tactical, too, of different actors that are training and actually, mm-hmm. yeah, bigger time.
0: Yeah. I think that John Wick um, is a modern day movie that we could look at that maybe changed the game. I would agree with that. And yeah. and without a doubt, we have to give some credit to uh, Terran Tactical for that. Um, but mm-hmm. one of my oh man what was it training? Heat. is precious, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah, well,
4: training.
0: <laughs> yeah, the the precious thing. I mean, we're not you know. Uh, unfortunately, that that is a thing that's connected to it. Uh, Black Sword Shinobi says peppermint was a, a good a lot of action gunplay. Um, mm-hmm. I was gonna say Heat. Did you guys ever see the movie Heat? Heat. Yes. hmm Yeah, with De Niro. Mm-hmm. I think it was De Niro, Pacino. Uh, man, just a bunch of actors in there but they actually trained these guys they had um you know former special ops guys actually training everyone for this movie and acting as sometimes they have these guys as consultants but don't really listen to them but if you look yeah, at that, that movie that, yeah go ahead
3: yeah that, that i think that happens in the gun world too so with uh mm-hmm. with people like us you know we mm-hmm. kind of get in uh, A pace and we don't get that extra training that we should always be yeah striving for
0: yeah well it's difficult um and i think all of you guys i know liberty you do videos right do you have you have a youtube channel
1: i do i don't really do videos Uh, i haven't had time i wish i did
0: okay yeah so it's always it's how can i put this it's one thing to do things in real life and do all that kind of stuff And I'm not saying the videos aren't real life. I think when we do gun stuff, when we shoot guns, we're really obviously shooting guns, which is not necessarily what you see in the movies. But um, it's tough to translate all of that, you know, to the screen of YouTube, I guess. Yeah. is the best way for Mm -hmm. me to put what I'm trying to say, you know. Um, Like, there's always people who – people can always criticize uh, the videos that we make for safety and stuff like that. And obviously I think you have to be as safe as you possibly can. But when people yeah. are looking at a, at a video, they don't realize <laughs> that you're looking at something that's flat and you can't see what's three dimensionally happening in that. Right. right. Yeah. So for it sure. might look like
3: your barrel might be pointed in a certain direction when it's not, or yeah. you, you got yeah. certain things that uh, I, cause I, I've come across that issue.
0: Yeah. People always get yeah. mad. They're like, "Oh, you're muzzling someone." I'm like, "Okay, no one was getting muzzled." <laughs> but it might, and the it might 2A look community
1: that. just does that too. They just attack their own sometimes with mm-hmm. really small little BS like that. good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. yeah, and it's sometimes tough to get, especially. So when I when I first started doing this, and I don't know if you guys, I know Liberty, you're saying you don't do the videos as much. When I first started doing it, I was just so uh like caught up in making the videos that I felt it took away from my natural flow of doing it and I wanted my videos to be like me on the range with my friends and obviously you need to think about safety and all that and muzzle direction etc that's important to us when we're doing it we don't want anyone to get hurt we are using real ammo and everything um But ultimately, when you're doing this, especially if you're doing it like that and you're not stopping and doing multiple takes and stuff like that, which I see, some obviously, that's how some videos are. And I used to get caught up in that sometimes, like, oh, no, we got to redo this whole thing. Um, It's tough for that to translate that you are being safe. And at the same time, you're just really seeing this play out the way that it it played out. But you have to remember that you're looking at it and it's flat. Great. Yeah. So for example, um, my, my friend Patrick Babyface P did a video on my range and, uh, he was shooting, but my, so my dog, you know, we've got six acres and and it's cut in half and we've got a big fence in the middle of it. And my dog, uh, he's not with us anymore, but he was a gun dog, you know, he's a Chesapeake Bay retriever. So anytime guns come out, he gets excited. You know, some dogs get scared and they don't like gunshots. He loves gunshots. He wants to go after for what whatever you got. And but we locked him out because he would just run out in front of us all the time. And he was running, obviously, in front of the muzzle. So we would lock that fence in the middle and keep him out of there. And it's what Patrick did this day. He made this video. This video went kind of viral. I think it's like four million views right now. And a lot of people were mad at him because they could hear my dog whining in the background and they think he's shooting my dog.
3: Oh, nice.
0: yeah. <laughs> You know, um, and it's about suppressors and stuff, and they think he's shooting him. And there's so many, com- there's like this whole thread of comments there where he's trying to explain like the dog's locked out. He's mad because he can't come to where we are, where we're shooting. And right. I wasn't, I wasn't even in the video where he was, where he's shooting. And people just don't understand like this is three dimensional, <laughs> you know, and how yeah. you think someone's yeah. actually shooting a dog and then they're gonna put the video out right
1: <laughs> right
0: you know it's so crazy so <laughs> do you guys any one of you run into stuff like that absolutely all the time okay uh
1: there's one
3: there's one video where i'm sitting on my butt shooting
0: mm-hmm.
3: and wh- when i'm done shooting it looks like and I can, I can see what they're talking about it looks like the the barrel's flagging my toes Mm-hmm. it's not it's point it's pointing a completely different direction
2: mm-hmm.
3: i knew that at the time i was you know conscious of it because it was a loaded gun
0: mm-hmm. and uh yeah so i've caught a lot of a lot of a lot of flack over that one okay all right what about you liberty you ever run into anything like that like even on instagram and stuff i know that oh for sure okay. um
1: especially with like hunting because you know like i said they t- attack their own sometimes mm-hmm. and um you know if Things that I came across was like if the animal wasn't, you know, what somebody thought was a prize or Mm -hmm. their standard or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, that would they let you know that um, the type of gun you use, everything just criticize for everything. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Did you ever have any of those like uh, did you ever have big groups come after you because showing your uh, hunting trophies and things like that?
1: So yes, a lot they used to happen a lot um, for some odd reason before Trump came into office. Mm. And I don't I really don't know why that was, but I noticed that after that happened, it died down significantly because I used to have a lot of those death threats, like crazy people on my page all the time trying to do that, but not not as much anymore, honestly.
0: Mm. okay, that's interesting um do you think what do you think is the reason for that that it's gone away maybe um
1: (laughs) maybe their focus changed to something else i don't know but it it just seemed like it was so it was every day it was constant Hmm. and and maybe it was just the attention was just diverted to something else Hmm. possibly because i haven't had any problems with that even if i posted anything hunting related um lately yeah it's nothing
0: yeah, I don't get mad when I see. I think it's awesome. I've actually never been hunting. You know. Oh, no, um, you need to. Yeah, I need I would love to go hunting, you know. But I've just never mm-hmm. I've never done it. I don't have any problems with it. Um I think like for what, you know, for me personally, I if I hunt something, you know, I want to um I would want to consume that thing if I could. There's mm-hmm. certain things that, like I don't eat pork, but if I was hunting uh, pigs or something like that, then I would probably donate it. You know. Yeah, that's that's yep. the way that I look at it. Um, if it was, some, uh-huh. I like I like venison sausage, so that thing is getting all eaten up. You know, so oh yeah, my husband awesome makes there.
1: the best venison sausage. Oh really? Like the cheese and jalapeno, it's so good.
0: Oh okay, all right, yeah, I'm gonna have to try yeah. that out. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: and I think I yeah. Did we did we meet your husband at um, iv eighty eight? We want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How was yeah? That you event? did yes, yeah. How was it that was event? Fun. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've do you I go there often? Oh, you know? Before. Okay.
1: That was my first time. And it was a really different crowd for me because I usually, if I if I hang out in those influencer circles, I hate that word, but you know, that's mm-hmm. the word. Mm-hmm. Um, it's usually like not the YouTubers. So these are just like YouTubers, right? Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. was really, it was different. It was really cool. It was down to earth. I mean, it was
0: okay. not to
1: talk not against like the shop show or other places, but it's right. a little bit different vibe yeah. and, and people right. that you're dealing with.
0: Oh, I was gonna say, um, are the Instagram um, are the Instagram people horrible? You can tell us. We won't We won't tell anyone. I won't say anything. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> it's just it's just say it's different, okay? It's
0: different. uh Oh,
1: <laughs> there's a thread sure. here
0: I want to pull so much. I'm like, oh, that's, really? Is it's, it? Compared- I
1: I kind of compare it to like high school. You know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of clicks. It's just uh, very, you know. Okay. Yeah, superficial a lot of it but yeah. there's a lot of great people too um, mm-hmm. but still it, it's yeah. totally different so IV888 I, I thought like damn these people are cool like I would hang around with these kinds of people this is my people like just country people are comfortable nobody was worried about anything it was just it was fun i liked it yeah
0: i know i was happy to just see gun people again what what did you think daniel i Mm -hmm. saw you over there
3: absolutely that i think i enjoyed that more than anything Mm -hmm. going and just talking to people and Mm -hmm. out there and yeah having
0: fun it's been a little while since we've all seen each other because you know one of the things I i would say to liberty for that is i think even on the youtube side which i guess i'm more of on the youtube side um then there would be instagram even though you know we all have we all have these different social media platforms um i think there is some click stuff in there and you know there's all all the different things that happens but you know what is it absence makes the heart grow fonder (laughs) you know i feel like i haven't seen all these people in a long time and it was cool to just like see gun people again you know
3: absolutely now are you going to go and fall
0: um I don't think I'm going to be able to make it in the fall just because I'm going to be doing probably around that time a lot of van stuff is going to be happening. So I won't be able to make it out there. What about you? What about Liberty? You guys going out there again?
1: I would love to go back. Um, Definitely. I I, I didn't even know there was a fall, but I I definitely want to go back. Mm -hmm. Uh, You guys going to NSSF, which is happening in Florida in July. Uh,
0: In July. I don't know anything about that actually yeah, what's, I, what's I, the I, deal yeah okay yeah tell us I about think, that well, if you was, can
1: yeah so nssf is just that na- national shooting sports foundation uh mm-hmm. they have their big it's like a shot show but for nssf there's a lot of big brands that go there as well mm-hmm. um you know a lot of influencers that kind of thing uh i'm going with u.s law shield i'm actually having um putting together a kind of an influencer slash ambassador little workshop um or U.S. Law Shield, so I would love for both of you to actually go to that.
0: Okay, yeah, I think I would have to get some more info on that and see exactly mm-hmm. you, when is it in July. It's
1: July. It starts uh, July twelfth, but our I'm thinking we're gonna have some little party or something July eleventh.
0: Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I might be. Able to do that. Yeah. Um. And is it in Orlando?
1: It's West Palm.
0: West Palm. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. West Palm. That's uh, old stomping ground to me and Lola. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, OK, I'm going to I'm going to have to look into that and see if we can if we can make that. Um, that Mike guy mm-hmm. said, said, hey, some of us had the Gundies too. So thankful for those events. Yeah, that's true. Gundies yeah, was. Uh, yeah. Gundy's was cool to go to. OK, so you, you brought up U.S. Law Shield. You got to talk mm-hmm. about this, you know. Um, we are affiliates here for U.S. Law Shield. We just recently started doing that. Um, tell us about you and U.S. Law Shield, though. What What are you guys doing?
1: So um, I've been with U.S. Law Shield now for a few years and they're a great company to work for. Um, their mission is so important what they're doing is so important to the 2A community. And what's sad is that a lot of people still don't know that. And I'm really always just shocked when I come across people, I'm not really shocked, it's just like, it's just so frustrating because if you're gonna have a gun and you're gonna be carrying a gun daily, you've got to have the legal protection. Mm -hmm. You have no idea how it would just change your entire life. Even one incident of brandishing your weapon Mm -hmm. could change your entire life. Mm-hmm. So, what I want to do uh, is send the message out, and what US Law Show wants to do is is basically tell everybody who has a platform for two A to, if you're telling people to you know carry a gun and and do it responsibly, you should also be telling them to carry mm-hmm. an insurance protection because you you never know if you're carrying protection because you're saying that something might happen, then you should mm-hmm. be carrying the legal protection as well.
0: Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I you know, it doesn't, um, like I know there's some people who would want to make things like that mandatory, um, it's not that, it's that you know, if you're going to do this, you have mm-hmm. to realize that there is a chance that if you have to defend yourself or even if something happens like your gun accidentally falls out somewhere or whatever, things get crazy, you know, um, it could all get really crazy fast and could be really expensive in order to do it. And so I know Lola and I have been thinking about that for a while. Um, and actually, uh, for a while, we with were with another group that does that, and we talked about it here. But, you know, all the time, I'm always looking and investigating these things and trying to figure out, mm-hmm. okay, you know, should I do this? Should I do that? And when I looked at U.S. Law Shield, I, I saw that there were some things that, um, that I liked about it better. I'm not trying to, you know, get into comparing those two things, but... Um, uh, I figured, you know what, this is a lot better. And then we we actually met the folks, and we're like, oh, this is a lot. It's a lot easier to uh, mm-hmm. communicate with these guys, and like all of those things wrapped up is a big deal. You know. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Um, I see. By the way, Lola's throwing up. Uh, shameless plug. Lola's throwing up. Our link out there. Uh, Daniel, do you have do you have any kind of protection um, in the eventuality, you know, something like this that- that happens?
3: Like you and Lola, uh, myself and Melissa, we've been discussing it, and uh, it's something we're definitely going to do. Okay. And I've been talking to Liberty. I'm gonna probably do some stuff with the U.S. Law Show as well. Okay, cool. Because honestly, as as someone, if you choose to carry a gun, as soon as your gun goes on, as soon as your hand goes on your gun, you're responsible responsible for everything that happens.
4: Mm-hmm. Not
3: only are you responsible for the person that you're defending yourself against or defending someone else against, you're responsible for every bullet that leaves your muzzle. And mm-hmm. you can right. really get caught and if you don't know your local uh, self-defense laws and mm-hmm. gun laws, mm-hmm. then you can really find yourself in a bind and it's not it's not a good thing to be in.
0: Yeah, as a former law enforcement, this is something that I'm sure you thought about, you dealt with. Probably you guys were in like had some kind of insurance there, right?
3: yeah yeah okay. for us on the department absolutely yeah we were covered okay
2: yeah now we but actually you know, cover law clear. enforcement
1: because mm-hmm. from what i understand there's a cap to what mm-hmm. coverage yes. law enforcement officers get so u.s law school comes in and fills that gap and actually in most cases we're providing you with an attorney that's 10 times better mm-hmm. um anyway so it's, it's just
0: yeah yeah yeah, as we're seeing nowadays, there's lots of departments kind of like throwing the uh, officers under the bus, if that's mm-hmm. you know, um, if that's a good way to describe it. Um, and and I know for sure sometimes there's bad police officers out there, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? um, and I still, I blame. I always blame the person first, but I think even the departments I would blame for that because there should have been indicators that there was something wrong with this person and you should have done something about it. But you know, there, there's a lot of good guys out there as well and they get into something and the departments are like, yeah, <laughs> you know, it gets all political all of a sudden I've, that's happened to yeah. some right. friends of mine. Yeah. So it's a, yeah. it's a good idea to, to protect yourself uh, separately in that case.
3: Especially in the today's environment like you said, where departments and cities are not backing their officers. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure Mm -hmm. knowing that you can go out there and you have to make that split-second decision Mm
2: -hmm. and
3: knowing that the city's not going to have your back, that's Mm -hmm. that's a a pretty bad situation.
0: There's a... There's a lot of scary things going on there. I mean, I think where was it? I think I saw in New York City recently there was a police officer that responded to something, and uh, like I I think someone was like trying to steal this guy's car or something like that. And then, and then somewhere in the middle, they're saying, "Hey, there's gunshots." He responded, and then the crowd that was there started fighting him. Yeah. You know. (laughs) So even. The, what that makes you think as a civilian, a regular person out there, I think, I, b- I believe cops are civilians too, but for, for yeah. those of us who are not in law enforcement, it makes me think, yeah, even more so now I need to take responsibility for myself, but what happens to me, because a police officer has some kind of indemnity for, for that, but what happens to me if I get out there and try to defend myself and that whole Absolutely. thing yeah spirals out of control?
1: That's well, I want to take know. a minute to just plug in uh, the org that I, I'm a co-founder of mm-hmm. Defend the Badge. Mm-hmm. And that is an organization I co-founded with Sarah Rodriguez, my partner. She currently works in outfitting law enforcement in Southern California. Um, this is how we started this whole program. But what we do at Defend the Badge is we actually help police officers get equipment and that they can't purchase for themselves. Because a lot of people don't know, you guys will that you have to purchase a lot of your equipment mm-hmm. yeah. so a lot of times it's not easy for a police officer to do that so we're that is what our organization is and I, i'd love to just plug that in on your show just because i think it's important for people to know that um you can help you know in some way if okay. you wanted to
0: and where do people go do for that? that where do people need to go it's, Maybe. Oh, cool.
1: it's uh defendthebadge.org. Okay. And we're also on Instagram, um, but we are Let's see, uh, I'll try working on trying to just sure.
0: Oh yeah, I'll pull, I'll pull that um, pull that website up. Here we go. Boom. I think that's it. Defendthebadge.org. Right. That's it. Yeah. 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 Um, and so people can so, read up about this here and figure out how they can uh, support it.
1: Absolutely. Um, okay. you know, we, we take donations, we take equipment. If, uh, there are companies we work, you know, we have a lot of companies that we work with that want to donate special equipment. Cause I believe that mm-hmm. police officers should have the privilege of getting equipment that, you know, I would buy for mm-hmm. myself where mm-hmm. maybe they can't buy it for themselves. So, um, we just want to treat them, I maybe send that. them on getting really specialized tre- uh, specialized training mm-hmm. at really amazing facilities that they can get specialized training, um, But anything we can provide them with to make their job easier and get them prepared is what our goal is.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, living. So I live where I live is rural uh, in Florida, very rural. And um, I've done some stuff with my local deputies. And um, so a friend of mine who, uh, you know, was a SWAT team leader volunteered to give them some training. And then he invited me to come out there because he was like, these are your guys. You should uh, meet with them and the thing that struck me the most is the fact that they you know that they just don't have access to a lot of training you Sorry. know and yep. they don't have really the right equipment and it and and then you can combine those two that you know they don't have the right training they don't have the equipment the, or the training of how to use that equipment or they don't have things set up properly um, and it's really scary and then after a couple of months after that happened there were two of those guys that um you know, they were they had they had stopped to have lunch in a restaurant and a guy just walked in there with a rifle and point blank um, just executed those guys. It was like it, things like awesome. that don't happen where I live, you right. know? Right. Um, yeah. so it was just really crazy and sad. Um uh, and, and and I think that we have to realize at the end of the day, regardless, you know, when you look at when you look at a lot of things out there, um, there's and, and maybe it's true in some places that there's too many cops and there's a lot of bad things going on but so many more places around America these are people who we rely on like I'm living mm-hmm. you know out in the boonies there's thousand acre farms and stuff like that out there and there's just a couple of deputies man and something goes down those guys are on their own you know yeah. in the middle of the night yeah, fighting absolutely. for their lives and stuff like that or trying to help people and save people from things so for sure
1: well, I know California, where she lives, um, during when the riots were really bad at their height, mm-hmm. some of those departments had maybe twenty gas cans between the entire team. So mm-hmm. sometimes they go to the they they go to the uh, they go onto the street with no equipment. They mm-hmm. don't have equipment, and it's mm-hmm. just it's so bad. Yeah. So
0: yeah, yeah. You know, go, even go when ahead, I car, Yeah, I'm.
3: I had to provide everything but my uniform, and I only made eight dollars an hour. So, mm. wow! Yep. I didn't the whole time I was a police officer. I didn't wear a bulletproof vest. So holy moly! I uh, wish an organization like yours was
0: around when you know mm. when I was the badge. Oh man! Yeah, I didn't realize That's you never you funny. didn't wear a vest. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, they have to buy it on their own. It's terrible.
0: Yeah, and then getting paid uh, eight bucks you know, an well, hour. <laughs> Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, eight bucks an hour. And I had a family,
0: so I just could I just simply couldn't afford it.
3: Yeah. Absolutely. And most of
1: the time, don't you guys pay for your academy as well? Like a one cop I talked to, he yeah, paid for his I, own, I academy. For own academy. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, I pay for my own academy, everything.
1: Where's the benefit for for these law enforcement? And then they're just being slaughtered in the media. hmm
0: Yeah. Absolutely. You know, um Razor J B says those canine officers always need help. Um, a lot of the feed and vet bills they pay out of pocket. Uh, some are comped, but uh, money's never enough. Uh, I didn't realize that also. Um, I didn't either.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah, and and vet bills, you know, um, especially when you're talking like German Shepherds and all those mm-hmm. other specialized dogs, cannot be cannot be cheap. Right. Yeah, um, Liberty. I'm sorry, I didn't realize. I know you've got a limited time here. Um, I think you've got maybe a couple of more minutes here. Um, what, what do you want the folks out there to know before? Obviously, Daniel's going to stay here with us, but what would you like mm-hmm. these folks out here to, to know? What can the people do here to help you out, support you? Where should they be going?
1: Well, with defendthebadge.org, if you can go there, uh, donate. If you know a police officer, if you're related to one or you have a friend who's a police officer that you know needs equipment, please send me those names. I would love to have those Email them to me. Um, you can get all my contact info on defendthebadge.org or you can go hit me up at Liberty Austin socials. But if you know someone that is in need of equipment, that's a police officer in any uh, type of law enforcement, please let me know.
0: Okay. Um, so is there, do you guys have like a network or something like that for people who have the skills, maybe they can offer some training?
1: Absolutely. 100%. If you want to donate training to some law enforcement officers, Also, please, we're so uh, we'd love to accept that.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. So make sure you guys check that out. Uh, Do you have to go right now, Liberty? I do. I'm actually
1: heading out to to TPUSA event. So I have to pack and get ready to go.
0: Right. Um, (laughs) Okay. Hopefully we'll get um, you to come back on. We (laughs) want to talk. We we, in the future, we'll do some more U.S. Law Shield stuff and get more into that and, and, you know, talk about different things that you guys have going on.
1: Absolutely, I love being on your show. I'm a huge fan. Um, both of you are awesome, and we let's do this again.
0: Absolutely, same here. Uh, say bye to Blondie for us.
1: I will. <laughs> All, <laughs> right.
0: <Have laughs> yeah, All right. Have a safe trip. Yeah, absolutely. Look forward to seeing you on the show.
1: <laughs> bye, guys.
0: Bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big thanks to Liberty Austin there for joining us. Uh, you know. Uh, hopefully, yeah, hopefully the, f- huh?
3: Yeah, she's she's really cool. Uh, yeah, and you're gonna see, you're gonna see every everybody that was on the show was really cool though. It was
2: mm-hmm.
3: there were no uh, there were no losers there.
0: We'll just put it that way. Okay, nice, nice. Everyone was everyone tough though, you know. Everyone was everyone you know, was tough. No one broke down like uh, a big I, baby I, I, and started crying because I would definitely do that. You know, uh, I, would ha- I would I would have to get medevac out of I there. Huh? You know,
3: I said I can't disclose if I cried or not. But, <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> now we even had a guy who was like in his 70s on the show and he was out there with us just grinding away it was uh mm-hmm. quite
0: remarkable okay all right you said there was another police officer sorry i'm looking at a bunch of different things here
3: yeah uh actually okay. x-ring uh ray from x-ring he's yeah. a he's currently a reserve deputy
0: mm-hmm. and Yeah, I,
3: I believe there was a few more uh law enforcement people on there there was uh Army Ranger, Navy Seal, there were mm-hmm. a lot of Marines, so there, okay. there's a lot of high caliber people
0: in there. Yeah, were there any like uh, completely random professions? You know, like uh, librarian.
3: Oh yeah, they're absolutely, absolutely. They're uh, okay. it was people from all walks of life. Okay. Um uh, see, I, I found out through, through uh, Big Daddy through an email, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what? Heck with it. I was uh, on break at work, and I just. Mm-hmm. Made a quick video there in a the parking lot
2: and mm-hmm.
0: went for it, and it worked out. It worked out, yeah. Yeah, good man. I'm look, I'm you know looking forward to see things come out of that. And uh, regardless of what the outcome is, which I obviously don't know, um, I think that there's lots of. If people are out there looking to make TV shows, I think there's lots of very talented. Interesting people inside of the gun community, um, who have already, who already, obviously, uh, done some, you know, some some of the background stuff that it takes, right, by having their own channels or uh, platforms nice thing, that man. they're on to do this, to be in front of the camera. Daniel, I think you're one of those guys, man. You you know you don't you always do yeah. these crazy funny things, and uh, you know, That's what uh, I do,
2: man.
0: Yeah. Has any since you started doing this, even though everything hasn't come out yet, has it helped push up the numbers? Or absolutely, absolutely. And mm-hmm.
3: I've made a lot of connections in the industry and even mm-hmm. on the the TV side, because mm-hmm. the people that are starting this, they're they're very experienced in mm-hmm. Hollywood and they were in the circles that you know produce TV shows that you watch now.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And there's a lot of they're, they're expecting a lot of viewership. On the mm-hmm. show, I'm, they're talking in the millions.
0: So, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just running in your YouTube channel right now as we're speaking yeah. here. So I'm there's just, there's
3: okay. a lot of there's a lot of big opportunities coming up, and uh, I'm uh I got a project coming out in the future, and that's coming up. So uh,
0: oh, okay. Yeah, is is it forward. is that connected to this stuff, or is that something we can't really?
3: It, it's connected to American Stories TV, but not Surviving Man. Mm-hmm. yeah okay. it's, it's gonna be gun related and uh mm-hmm. i'm gonna be one of the hosts on the show so
0: okay cool cool
3: yeah so it should be good it should be pretty good
0: uh has filming for that started no no okay
3: it's so. in the very early stages very okay. early stages okay there, there's a lot of projects that are already on the that are on the stage right now currently being filmed so mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I'm thinking it's gonna be sometime in uh, late summer, early fall, something like
0: that. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Cool. If anyone out there has any questions, any other questions, uh, I'll be happy to ask Daniel those questions for you. Um, I'll be we
3: happy to fumble through those questions.
0: Yes, you know, as long <laughs> as it's within the scope of what we could what we could talk about here. Um, You know what? Uh, So here, let me ask this question to folks out there, because I heard about this today, and I've heard this gentleman's name before, but I'm not as briefed. Uh, Chip McCormick. Who knows who that is? Who's heard of Chip McCormick? Uh, Let us know right now. Um, Here, let me actually, let me see if I can roll this in here. Unfortunately, uh, Chip McCormick passed... So uh, I would like to take some time to just talk about that. I saw this here in uh, Shooting Illustrated. uh, Obituary, Chip McCormick, legendary gunsmith and innovator. uh, A true industry legend, Michael Chip McCormick has passed away. I can think of no other man who has changed the industry in more ways than McCormick. Most people know him for his industry-leading 1911 magazines. But few are aware McCormick was responsible for many other innovations that transformed the gun world. Um, an intensely private man. He quietly invented many things we take for granted today. He took that drive that pushed him uh, to two world speed championships and focused it on inventing and manufacturing. Before uh, Chip McCormick custom, there was no such thing as the new, as the now ubiquitous drop-in AR-15 trigger. Gunsmiths would put together a trigger with parts, often from a kit. McCormick created a single unit trigger that would be like cassette style or drop-in that installs. Yeah, a that's minute.
2: the CMC trigger. Yeah.
0: Oh, so that, oh, that's what it means. CMC trigger. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know yeah. It says here made it. He made it crisp and clean with uh, no creep match grade. Now dozens of imitators crowd that market. The market created by Chip McCormick. Oh, that's cool, man. Um, my condolences to uh, his his uh, his relatives, friends, and uh, and and other people out there. Um on on his passing. Yeah. Yeah, we should definitely all of us all of us have benefited from that. <laughs> um I didn't realize that was the guy who came up with the drop in trigger.
3: Yeah, I didn't either. That's that's quite a contribution. I mean, that's mm-hmm. changed the AR industry. Absolutely. Anybody that runs competition or is serious about building their guns, they're mm-hmm. they're probably using some sort of drop in trigger.
0: Yeah yeah i've gotten multiples many multiples um of those triggers so and then obviously he did a lot of stuff with uh 1911s like it goes on to talk about that like how he made uh like the idea the not just the magazines but making you know of customizing and making like a spec for 1911s and things like that um you know that he had a lot to do with that so um, I'm trying to look through here and see if it talks about exactly what happened. I'm not really sure, but um yeah. Uh RIP Chip McCormick. You know, I'm going to have to um do some more study into that. I definitely never met him, but and I'm sure there's going to be some folks out there that have heard that have heard about this whole thing. 42 Chilled said he passed last Friday. So, uh there you go. Screaming Skull Saloon said CMC, huh? Interesting. You learn something new every day. I didn't. Um, yeah. I didn't even know that. So, and forty two, chilled said, said, "Good magazines,
3: it, huh?" Yeah. yeah, it said it quietly did it. So
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, down the barrel LLC says, "I want to be a gun doctor." <laughs> there you go. We can make it happen. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> do you know? Do you know down the barrel LLC? No, I, I don't. Dave? Oh, okay. Yeah. We, uh, you know, we can always, uh, Dave, if you're interested in that, we can make it happen. Um, you know. Yeah. Uh, that, that, Mike, the- that Mike guy says, How long did it take Daniel to get all the beard oil out of his shirt? I know you did some kind of beard oil video with, what was it, the CMG? Uh, yeah, CMMG, uh, Mike. Yeah, what's the story there?
3: I don't know. You'd have to ask Mrs. Gun Doctor that because uh, she handled that end of it. Oh. <laughs> I could see the look on her face as I was pouring it. It was, uh, it was a look of like, oh boy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so what's the tell us the story behind that. What's the deal with that? Well,
3: Let's see if um, I can pull up that video. We, we were just down at Range Day and uh,
0: mm-hmm.
3: I was talking to Mike. I asked him how he kept his beard so stylish and mm-hmm. straight in that Georgia heat, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, he started giving me the layout, So I was like, "Hold on, hold that thought. I want to get this on camera." So we caught a moment where the guns weren't firing, and I got an interview with him, and he gave us beard advice. So,
0: okay, let's see if I can uh, roll that in here. Um, there we go. That that Kool Aid shirt, I think, was one of the coolest shirts from the absolutely IB8 event. Yeah. yeah, I haven't even My taken mine out of plastic yet. Oh, he did. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah, he's like I, I. really want that shirt. So,
0: yeah, I have What What is going on here? That was
3: my first time going
0: green screen. So, uh, it looks like you were doing a checkup to see if you're pregnant just now. <laughs> um. So let, let me see if I can go forward here. That, to the that part was the where...
3: oil back there. Yeah, it, it was back there. Oh. You you.
0: Oh, there. oh yeah, right boy. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> okay. Yeah. You no. <laughs> Alright, you look like yeah, he, you're enjoying that. You guys are going to have to go look at that video and comment and share it and all that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 42- yeah, he was explaining that
3: beard oil is actually for the face and not the beard. Mm-hmm. And that's something I wasn't actually aware of. I was just ignorantly putting it in my beard. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, See, your beard actually draws oil from your face, as he explains.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. That's how
0: you get oh, okay. a well Oh, I see. See, so you, you drop in science now. Are you going to be some kind of beard oil representative going, going forward, like a spokesmodel?
3: I've had offers uh, to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, affiliate with some companies, but
0: mm-hmm.
3: I don't know. Uh, I'm not the guy to give uh,
0: advice for looks or beauty right. or anything. <laughs> What's the secret? What's your beard secrets? Do you have some beard secrets?
3: <laughs> no, I just, uh, you know, I keep it clean and, you uh, I trim this thing constantly. This is, believe it or not, this is trimmed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm constantly working on my beard off. Uh,
0: how are you trimming? The, with a scissors? What are you doing here?
3: Yeah, I'm using scissors and taking my okay. time. And
0: Okay. You know, yeah, yeah. Because
3: it's, it's it's longest uh, that I've ever had it.
0: Mm-hmm. But
3: if I didn't trim it, it would be, like, down in my waist.
0: hmm
3: So. Yeah, yeah. okay. But it's uh, You can see how long the beard actually is. So, <laughs> oh,
0: let's see, do that again. There we go. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. yeah would you uh, even recognize uh, your own self if you if shaved it? What what does your wife think about the beard? She's pro beard or? Oh, she's super pro beard. Okay,
3: she's uh, she's all about that. She would probably uh, divorce me. See, I think it's a cover up. I think she wants me to grow it because she don't want. She's been looking at me for like eighteen <laughs> years. She's like had mm-hmm. enough of it. So, grow the beard and. Yeah, have you ever seen up. that?
0: Have you ever seen the beard memes? Let me see if I could find it. Um you know, do you know what I'm talking about like I saw a beard meme the other day with the chin there was one uh like uh let me see if I could find it uh there was a ch- there was a chin one let me see where is it where is it uh I'm gonna have to look through you do you know what I'm talking about you ever see those oh here we go here we go hold on I found it boom <laughs> so ladies be careful don't get uh beard fished. <laughs> So, Ah. you know, the guy looks like this (laughs) with the beard, (laughs) but in reality, without the beard, (laughs) ba-boom. You ever saw those things? My
3: my chin may actually look like that under there. I'm not sure. Oh, really? I haven't seen it in so long. It it may have disappeared.
0: Yeah. Your chin challenged?
3: (laughs) I I may be. I'm not sure. Yeah. I didn't before. uh, I I wasn't before I grew the beard, so
0: I'm assuming
3: nothing too
0: much. Yeah, yeah. Do you, think I in the face a lot. Do you think that's real? Do you think that's <laughs> real in that meme of the <laughs> No, probably not. It looks it looks
3: pretty photoshopped.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah. <laughs> Here, I'll show it just one more time for the people out there. Yeah, just one more time. <laughs> so this is what the dude looks like with the beard. This is what he looks like without it. Maybe, maybe. We I don't know. I don't know. That could that's probably photoshopped.
4: I don't know, maybe.
0: I'm gonna say it that, might
4: be.
0: Yeah. Beard okay. fished. That's funny. Beard yeah. fished.
3: Yeah, I haven't heard that term before.
0: Yeah. Um, a beard yeah. Uh there's There's some other ones out there. Like I don't know who this guy is. Ka- Kamzat or something like that. Here's this dude. This is what he looks like with the beard. Uh no beard.
3: Yeah, that's not that's definitely not him beard. with
0: no beard. <laughs> Ooh, that <boy>. is uh <laughs> I don't know who that guy
3: that's, is that's the UFC uh, believe welterweight champion
0: oh <laughs> okay yeah there's a whole bunch of beard memes like that out there so
4: um, yeah there's a lot of them
0: yeah uh, they yeah. don't affect me though they just bounce off the beard so oh I see I see you know listen I've been trying yeah. to grow a beard for years man everyone you know Everyone can't do it. Everyone can't grow out a beard, so you know. No, it's
3: it's not it's not everyone's cards.
0: No, no, absolutely.
3: They uh, grow the, the goatee mm-hmm. as long as you can get it,
0: and uh, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I think sometimes it's you know sometimes you have to create a sense of mystery with yourself, you know. Sometimes I'm like look. brushing my teeth or something, I look I'm like oh, who's that handsome guy in the mirror? Oh, that's me. <laughs> Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. You gotta surprise yourself a little bit, you know. One of these so days. How would Lola I'll, I'll feel about
3: you having a full beard?
0: I don't know if Lola Lola, do you like a beard or not a beard? Or she might like a beard but not on me. I don't know. I like a beard but she can't grow one. Oh. Did you guys hear that? <laughs> she said she likes a beard, but I can't grow one. <laughs> so there you have it. That's the There bit. you have it. Yeah. <laughs> Why you like the beard, Lola? Is it like more masculine, or what's your what's your thing? Um, and and I don't like all beards. She says she doesn't like all beards. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So. Just you know, yeah. Every yeah. Beard is I think Lola secretly has a thing for hairy dudes. I really do, but I happen to not be one.
4: I like. I you know. like. I like, the, I, I like Indian beards.
0: She likes dark, Indian beards. She, dark, she says. Black. Oh. You know, okay. Arabian thick. The Arabian thing. I, what, what yeah. Okay, woman, that's enough. We don't want. We, we don't I, want to hear anymore.
3: <laughs> you mine details. used to be black, but teenagers and yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, do you do you smoke cigarettes, right? Is it is that affecting the beard at all? You think? Do you smoke? I, I think you smoke. do. Oh, okay. I used to. Yeah. Does that does that I, affect? I it? It. So no, does, does it help or not help? Is it getting darker without it? Was it getting you know more Gandalf? I'm, what do you think?
3: i don't know see it wasn't this gray before i went to the desert um mm-hmm. we were out in the sun like
2: mm-hmm.
3: 11 hours a day with no shade so mm-hmm. i think it kind of bleached it and mm-hmm. set in some gray early right, that, right. Not-
0: <laughs> or some stress you went through <laughs> <laughs> it could have been that it could have been some, stress some shock to your <laughs> system <laughs> yeah you know a little ass kickery <laughs> It's like, when you know, you Absolutely. see that sometimes in the movie, like, a person goes through something really traumatic, and all of a sudden they have, like, a little white <laughs> thunderbolt in their hair or well, something. Well, I
3: did, I did almost get shot on the show, so.
0: Uh-oh. Okay. That was uh
3: That was, I probably got a few more gray hairs from that.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Nice little detail there uh, that we should yeah, look Yeah, it, it was a
3: total freak. It was a total freak thing. It wasn't oh, okay. something that was meant to.
0: Yeah. Okay. All
3: right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were behind a berm, doing some land navigation, and mm-hmm. a bullet ricocheted just right, and it caught the top of my hat. Ooh! And I actually felt my hat move, and it pulled Ooh. some threads on my hat. And uh, whoa! Yeah, it was a uh, it was a what, pretty what, interesting experience.
0: What round was that?
3: I have no idea. Uh, okay. there were some new shooters on the other side of the berm shooting,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and we were supposed to be. And for the most part it was safe. I mean, mm-hmm. you could hear the bullets going overhead
2: mm-hmm.
3: from from them shooting. And, yeah. But none were really close. I mean, you can hear the zings and the pops.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've been that in that one, situation I, before, which doesn't like that's never that's not phase me because you can hear that like. Zzz, 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 you know? Right. <laughs> Something deflects off the berm or whatever. But yeah, I've yeah. never like had that little ooh, little breeze there. <laughs>
3: yeah, it you was uh, it was it kissed my hat just a little bit. and uh,
0: Yeah, I just kept going. Yeah. Oh, OK. They so. Yeah. yeah,
3: actually, one of the cameramen was in more danger than me because he was. Because it was like a road and behind Mm -hmm. the berms Mm
0: -hmm.
3: and uh there was another berm on the other side and the cameraman was up on it so the bullets were literally going past
0: him oh yeah and
3: uh i was like man you gotta get down and later on he's like hey you saved my life thanks
0: (laughs) so it was yeah uh, man so yeah maybe they should have had those guys off the range (laughs) whoever was back there yeah let's see
3: uh it it happened on the front site um Mm
0: -hmm.
3: at the front site facility Mm -hmm. out in nevada Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, the classes were still going on while we were filming the TV show, so mm-hmm. that was kind of on us,
2: mm-hmm.
3: more
0: or less. Yeah. Well, like I said, man, you know, doing this stuff, uh, ultimately you take risks. It doesn't mean that it's supposed to be like that. Yeah. And you want to mitigate no, them sp- for sure, but it's the risk of, like, it's life, you know? But well,
3: it's, it's life. Mm-hmm. You take a risk going
0: mm-hmm. on a
3: car ride to the grocery store.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So let's see. I don't know if there's any questions with people out there or if there's stuff you want to talk about. Uh, let me see. I don't see any coming in right now. Um, anything out there that you want to get into? Uh...
3: Now, did you already cover the scorecard for the braces?
0: Uh, the we did. Scorecard? We did. We could kind of go over it. What, what did you have you been looking at all of that? Reading up on that? Uh, a little bit. Uh, I know I have a few
3: uh, pistols that mm-hmm. have scored pretty well. Oh, you scoring so, uh, your, were you scoring
0: things <laughs> yeah yeah oh, I, I, my, I didn't like do anything lit. like that. Like,
3: yeah that one's yeah,
0: yeah. okay what I, do you think what I do you think about, about that
3: all this points that uh, it's it's just like everything else man it's just another it's just another chip away at our freedoms and mm-hmm. it's an organization that has no legislative power creating laws basically or mm-hmm. redefining
2: mm-hmm.
3: redefining things which I'm pretty sure has to go through Congress. As far
4: as,
3: yeah,
0: you know, yeah. I'm all, I'm gonna push back against it as much as I can and do what I can um, about you know about it from you know that Absolutely. point of view. But ultimately, I'm not complying with any kind of nonsense like that. And no. That's just the way I feel about no. it. You know, and I yeah, hope not... more states, um, more states stand up to these kind of things and uh, declare themselves Second Amendment sanctuaries and actually put teeth in what they're doing. I hope that happens. We were talking about Texas earlier, right? Um, yeah. I hope that I don't know what's going on in Texas. And it kind of, uh, it's a good thing that they're, that they're getting, um, you know, open carry in the way that they are. Right. But I worry about what's happening with the governor. And I think it's the same thing that we're seeing here in Florida that I know our governor, I'm, I'm happy with his performance, for the most yes. part and people were saying hey this guy could potentially run for president and everything but we have gun control in effect here in florida and i hope to see that turn around but i haven't really seen good signs of uh the florida uh legislature taking a look at those kinds of things
3: right i was i was kind of curious about that because like i said i've paid a little bit of attention to your governor
0: mm-hmm. and you know he's
3: made a lot of moves that i agree with but like you said, I haven't seen much about you know the Second Amendment. Now, my yeah. governor, he's an absolute clown here in Kentucky, mm-hmm. and uh, he will never do anything
0: pro-freedom. Uh, really? He's, yeah. Uh, uh, your governor's yeah, he's a Democrat, part, part, part. right? I think we've yeah, talked about yeah. this before. Yeah. So that's been pretty... Yeah. How are you guys right now in, in Kentucky? Because, um, I mean, I know Lola and I, after the IV-88 event, we went through Kentucky. I actually stopped at the Corvette Museum in Kentucky.
3: Oh nice. Yeah.
0: You have, you have a bit up there? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh,
3: it was... to me that's down there. Oh down uh, there. Um, down there. Yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. That's south of me. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, Kentucky's pretty good. We have uh constitutional carry, we it's mm-hmm. uh we have a few gun laws on the books that I would like mm-hmm. to see go away, but that's that's something, you know, we can work at. That's mm-hmm. something that we are working on.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um but so I know when I was going through Kentucky that the people weren't wearing masks. Like I went through the museum, you didn't have to wear masks yeah, no. and stuff like that. So is it getting well, is governor, it getting better or are we used to, you guys still seeing a lot of nonsense from your governor?
3: In the heavily populated areas, the governor he's he's strong on the Kool Aid, he's strong on the mask Kool Aid, and but it's the people of Kentucky that is pretty much just we've been walking around with their middle fingers up now. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't worn a mask since the whole thing started up mm-hmm. until I went out west.
0: Okay, and I had to wear a mask out west. Um, uh, so you had to wear it on the plane or just places that you went out? No,
3: there? we we drove out. Um, mm-hmm. like just going to different businesses. Uh, like going shopping while we were there, you had to wear them. Things mm-hmm. like that.
0: hmm Yeah. Um,
3: but it's Vegas, so I'm sure yeah. that's you know a, a liberal city. More than likely. Most of us are.
0: Yeah, it is, man. Vegas is putting, um, and Nevada is putting some, there's some scary stuff that's in the works (laughs) there um, that they're trying to put in effect as well. So, I mean, really, I think everyone has to keep an eye on their states, and, you know, that's 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 what I worry about the most. That's the key. Uh,
3: Don't just leave it in the hands of gun groups, don't leave it in the hands of GOA and Firearms Policy Coalition. Mm -hmm. Yes, they, they do their job. Mm-hmm. But you got to make your voice heard. You got to you got to write your representatives. You got to call them. You got you got to mm-hmm. bug them. Yeah, you really got. There was make your a voice thing heard.
0: I saw from GOA, and I'm trying to see if I could pull it up right now. Um, you know, the uh, let's see, where was it? I don't know if I could pull it up, but they, I think there was a there's a a senator or something from Texas that um was trying to make a deal on red flags or something like that and goa did a warning on it um let me see if i could find it i don't know um i don't have it immediately here to pull up Um, if anyone knows of it uh oh here we go it says uh while preparing let me see if i could maybe pull this up and share this with you guys uh See if I could. Uh, okay, hold on. I just went real dark here. Hold on. I gotta actually <laughs> plug in my. Uh, got plug my uh, my light in here. I think it's it's John Cornyn. Let me see if I can share this. I'll throw this up on the screen while I'm trying to. While I'm trying to do this stuff, let's see, can we get that up on the screen? It says, uh, while preparing to fight back against the ATF's unconstitutional regulation of pistol braces, we learned some disturbing news. Senator John Cornyn, a Republican who should be pro to a is quietly making a deal with the rabid anti gunner Chris Murphy to pass universal background checks. We need every gun owner in America to take action right now to prevent what would be Armageddon for the Second Amendment. Um, so that's just part of it. There, um, you guys can, can, um, can. I don't know if you've heard of that. I just saw it right before yeah. we came on. So,
3: yeah, I, I saw it briefly. I don't know the details of it, but mm-hmm. I mean that's it's happening everywhere. A, a lot of Republicans are turned in the corner and voting the way they would have never voted before. You know.
0: Yeah, what do you think is the reason for that, man? Do you think it's money, some kind of funding? What do you think? I think it's money.
3: I think it's money. I think it's pressure from the administration. I think there's a lot of things involved, and I think some people are trying to trying to show that they're good players and they play along. Mm -hmm. Because it's a cool kids club, no doubt. But yeah, Yeah. I, I don't know.
0: All right, got the light back on.
3: <laughs> That's why people got to get out there and fight, really.
0: Yeah, I think that like I've seen a lot of uh, corporations and things like that pulling funding for, for um, you know. So usually we had the corporations uh, playing both sides, right? Like giving money to both sides. But mm-hmm. lately here we've I've seen the corporations get very partisan, um, and you know, not not in like uh, a way that we would appreciate, you know. So yeah they are just fall sync with Hollywood. And because,
3: you know, entertainment, corporations rely on the entertainment industry for advertisement. Mm-hmm. And I think when they play ball, it just puts them in a better spot.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And that's where the free market's really going to come into play. You got, just like the TV show I was on, American Stories produced that. Mm-hmm. That's a completely new company. And the vacuum that hollywood and the mainstream media created for itself is what allowed them the space to create themselves Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i think just there's going to be companies that are going to
0: pop up and they're going to be pro-freedom and
1: uh, Mm -hmm.
3: it'll balance itself out The, the free market
0: always does i think also people like you know There's this thing happening with corporations that they're going too far trying to be politically correct. It's not right now. I think this has been going on for maybe a year and a half. But they've, for some reason, they're just really pushing hard now. And I think at some point that they'll realize that they are going too far and people are going to start pushing back on that. You know, Um, And
3: they'll realize that once people make the conscious decision to vote with their money. -hmm. Because that's what they listen to. That's their language. I mean, the CEOs—they don't don't have a. I feel like they don't see themselves as having a, a stake in the game. So Mm -hmm. they go where they think the money is, and they think the money is in this new movement of communism and anti-freedom and Mm -hmm. just everything that America wasn't supposed to be. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: So I think they're just following the money.
0: That's that's all death for corporations. I mean, I don't know if they realize that they're working against themselves. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know if they see it or or understand it to be that way. All right, any what other what other stuff has been uh happening, man? Like uh what else has been going on uh, out there that year?
3: Well, I guess just me. I've just been trying to catch up with videos. I've got months of videos I got to edit and
4: Right. I'm just so <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah i've uploaded twice in four months and it's not it's, okay it, i gotta get i gotta get on the ball
0: yeah you gotta catch I, back I up.
3: think a lot of subscribers and i haven't really been uploading and i feel really bad about it but i've just been so busy
0: okay have you thought about um uh, has any of this stuff given you new ideas new directions you want to go in change how you do stuff absolutely
3: uh even while i was filming the tv show i was constantly bugging the director and i was checking out the angles and i was asking the sound guys questions and i was just absorbing everything i could and
0: mm-hmm.
3: we'll see if that translates or not well, i don't know <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah uh well it's tough man you know you're out how, how do you guys make the videos is it i think your wife sometimes is behind the camera or is it just uh, you most of the time always
3: behind she's she's mm-hmm. always behind the camera and uh sometimes she's in front of it but she's mm-hmm. really socially awkward, so she doesn't
2: mm-hmm.
3: she doesn't do the public thing,
2: mm-hmm. and that's
3: her choice. So I don't mm-hmm. you know pressure her or anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she uh, she films it. I'm the jackass on camera, and mm-hmm. uh, I edit everything. And mm-hmm. that's my least favorite part is the editing.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I like being creative, but it just takes too much time.
0: Yeah. What would you What would you do? How would you do things if like money wasn't an object? You can have the staff, the, you know, the camera guys and the editors and all that, what would be your dream thing to get into and do?
3: I think, um, yeah, that would be awesome. If I had actually had a budget, I think I would get into more of the experiments and have an actual data I can show on different tests and stuff that I do because mm-hmm. I really want to, I really like, so I'm a, you know, I'm a huge nerd. I like science. I like physics. I like all that stuff. So, and I kind of hold it back on the show, but I'm kind of letting it bleed through a little bit. So I got to find a good balance there, but yeah, I just, it would be cool to do what I do with a bigger budget. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I always think about, you know, if, um, if, if, if budget was no issue, how would I do it, man? I enjoy, um, like So what the guys from Top Gear, the old Top Gear, like BBC thing, Jeremy Clarkson, Richard Hammond, James May, those guys, I would like to do something like that. They went on and they did a um, uh, grand tour. But yeah, yeah, man, if I could have like a big budget thing, I would do something in that vein because uh, I'm big into cars and stuff. But but I would also incorporate guns in there, man, and just make Mayhem. Yeah. And make, I would, uh, I would have make some movies. Too. huh?
3: i would have co-host i would
0: Mm -hmm. look for other personalities
3: and
0: yeah really trying to
3: find the niche you know
0: yeah i think that makes it fun i see the tyvin show out there a shout out to the tyvin show also the crazy scotsman coming in there as well um shout out to everyone who's out there um now i saw john crump in the comments earlier oh you did oh i missed that what was he talking about yeah
3: he's he said that he has it on good uh good information that I'm not a real doctor
0: <laughs> I got news for
3: you no John kidding, I am yeah. a real witch doctor I, I am a certified witch doctor so.
0: you are certified really? okay <laughs> no alright right. <laughs> yeah let's go let's go through <laughs> your uh, qualifications for that for a second here
3: <laughs> right
0: yeah um,
3: you don't want me working on pets or people
0: we're good right I, is is there a lot of witch doctory, doctory is there a lot of witch doctory going on in uh, Kentucky maybe
3: there's some there's some hill folks still around here out east, so Okay. Yeah, out, mountains, so you never know. Yeah. There might yeah.
0: be Yeah. <laughs> are your people uh, uh, like in your family bloodline, are you guys old Kentuckians or
3: No, um, Okay. we've been here maybe four generations, five generations. Mhm. Okay. As far as for side of my family. Uh
0: where, where did they where did they all come from?
3: Uh, I'm, uh, I'm about as mixed blood as you can get. Okay. I have, I have Native American in my blood. I have, um, my family, uh, they migrated from somewhere out in Europe to Canada and then from Canada to the county that I'm currently in.
2: Mm hmm
3: And that was the, the
0: big journey for my family. But, uh,
3: yeah, we kind of come from everywhere.
0: Okay. Alright. Um very mixed. So you're not telling us what so Native American, that's what you that's all you're gonna give us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Richard Maunders says a crap doctor like Fauci? That's what he wants to know. No, no, yeah. I
3: haven't scammed millions of people. Um, i I just fix sick guns. I'm the gun doctor.
0: Sick gun oh it's, sick uh, guns. Sick guns, I see. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You ever yeah, lost that, a that patient? Did you ever lose yeah, a patient? I, <laughs>
3: not yet, no. Mm-hmm. Now I've refused a few patients, but
0: oh, okay, all right, yeah. yeah.
3: They were gone not <laughs> beyond my help.
0: So. Yeah, there was no gun. There was no gun that you couldn't uh, like. It was like, oh, we couldn't <laughs> save this one. We had to let him go. Yeah, you know, we had yeah, to put him I, down, I, put him out of his misery.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, there was a few of them that, uh, yeah, they. I'm not sure I would shoot them. Like I, I restored a French Indian trade rifle mm-hmm. from the 1700s, and he's like, "I want to get it in, get it in working conditions, So uh, I got that firing, and it was a wire wrapped barrel, and it mm-hmm. was really sketchy. And I put a really light powder load in there,
0: mm-hmm.
3: but it it worked, and I still have all my
0: digits. Okay, so all right, it's jazz.
3: My future, right.
0: <laughs> Uh, by the way, Tyvon Show says, what is Tyvon Show saying? Uh, everyone, make sure to tune in tomorrow. Tyvon Show will be the guest on here. Um, absolutely. And tomorrow, we're going to be doing tomorrow, and then we're going to take Friday off because going out to do some stuff with uh, Walt from Safety Harbor Firearms over the weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah, Are you going to be mini-biking? Uh, a little bit, probably, yeah. I'm going to do some yeah. mini-biking yeah. stuff. Uh, I'm going to do some stuff with, really, with dirt foot Racing and uh, so a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, but we'll do some stuff with dirt racing. I'm trying to get Walter yeah. to show us, because, you know, Walter has uh, built his a uh, vast fortune off of uh, junk, basically, you know? Yeah. I don't know if people yeah. realize that, but, yeah, Walter will see, like, a lawnmower or something getting thrown out and fix that thing up, or a generator, yeah. or, you know, just tools and stuff like that that people throw out, and Walter will get those things working.
3: So he's a yeah. tinkerer he likes to tinker
0: yeah yeah um yeah. so i was going to try to get him since we're in here in florida we're in hurricane season i was going to try to get him a generator that he picked up from somewhere i don't know if he bought it off of craigslist or something uh, but it's not running so i'm going to try to see if we can get him to get that running yeah yeah
3: definitely yeah being hurricane season
0: yeah and we may have some other stuff going on i don't know if uh uh, Walter wants me to talk about it or not, but we may have some other stuff going on, perhaps. Uh, something, something. Now,
3: does he have any like, souped-up, super-powered uh, minibikes, or are uh, they all
0: pretty standard? Uh, no, no, no. He's always putting, he's always experimenting with different engines and things like that. I think gotcha. recently he discovered some uh, Chinese uh, diesel engines that are hand-cranked. I don't know. If, <laughs> if you look at his Instagram, you'll see all that crazy stuff. <laughs> of him uh, hand-cranking those uh, diesel engines and getting them going. So I know he's going to put some of those in things. Yeah, you never know what Walter's going to get into. Yeah. I'm trying to get them to build an electric mini bike. That, I think, would be cool. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, yeah, I think I want that because then I could put it on this van, you know. Um, okay. Like, hang it off the back of the van, and then when we go somewhere, I could have my little electric mini bike. I can get around with. Yeah. You know, I could hook it up to the van to charge it. So, I'm hoping I'm hoping he does something like that. You know, um,
3: you're not afraid to lose cool points on the on the mini bike, cruising around uh, places.
0: You know what? I would rather have like a bigger bike for sure. <laughs> but if that's what I have to do, man, that's what I got to do. How,
3: how tall are you, Hank?
0: Uh, I'm five eleven.
3: Yeah, see, five eleven and a mini bike. gets
0: yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm a big dude. Big dude. <laughs> it's gonna look a little awkward, but you know, <laughs> yeah. You know. But big guys could be sexy, man. It's like that. Like, just reminded me of when we were at the um, Iraq Veteran thing, I saw Josh from uh, Black Diamond Guns and Gear, Big Josh. And yeah. Big Josh was on his sexy. He was on his sexy. Was. He was walking, he he was walking around. Off and yeah. A mutant and <laughs> yeah. <ripped into> it. <laughs> yeah, there is no shame in that dude's game. Not hey, at all. You got
3: to respect him. Yeah, he's
0: country respect. boy. Yeah, he's country through <laughs> and through. I was like, oh, <laughs> no joke right here, man. So, um, you know, Tyvon Show says ask gun doctor if he's getting back into the fight, into fighting again.
3: I'm thinking about it. I've I spent the last few months just uh, beating my body up and getting back into shape.
2: Because
3: mm-hmm. uh, I quit fighting in 2009, but mm-hmm. I also quit working out
2: mm-hmm. for the most part. Mm-hmm.
3: And then when this TV show came along, I'm like, uh, I got to run. I haven't ran in years, oh, so okay. I started hitting it hard, and I quit smoking and everything. Oh, really?
0: I, okay, good. That's that's a good that's I, I, a good I'll thing. Mm-hmm.
3: So I'm still I'm still hitting hard. I think I'm going to compete in the tactical games, and I may do a few fights. I don't know, maybe.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, that's a good thing, man. There was recently here. I was uh, talking. I bought a. This game from Kentucky. I don't know if it's one of your guns. Let me know. It's possible. But um. So <laughs> young Dylan, who comes on the show, Dill he's at a gun store what's the hell's the name of his gun store again uh, everything. I do not remember the name right? I think it's everything yeah. concealed carry um, and he knew that I wanted a Hudson H9
3: oh did he get yeah I, the last time we were on together you were talking about wanting one of this
0: yeah so he found a Hudson H9 for me which, let me see, I can probably run in some pictures for people there. And I know we're a little bit over 9 o'clock, but uh, give us a couple of minutes here. So he found a Hudson H9, and he sent it out to me. Let me see if I can hear some pictures of it. So, here we go. Yeah, so, um, you know, it, oh, yeah. he had the box, the papers, all that kind of stuff. You know, it looked good, looked good coming out of there. There was one problem, Daniel. Whoever owned this gun was a horrific, prolific smoker. Ah,
3: they, they, they nicotined it for you, man.
0: Yeah, man. (laughs) That thing is, oh boy. I just
3: recently got one of my guns I've been looking for that's been on my list.
0: Mm -hmm. What did you get?
3: A Glittle Ace. A Glittle Ace. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Yeah, that, that thing rocks.
0: Oh, nice, nice. Um, let's see, uh, Swamp Dog Armory says, hey Hank, you interested in a mini dune buggy with ninja? 500 crock rocket motor oh uh, yeah send me some pictures or something like that maybe i'll pass them on to walter that's walter's department man i if i get those kinds of things <laughs> i'm not going to do anything with it walter is the one who can fix that you just stuff pass it off yeah. yeah well because lola won't let me buy stuff like that anymore if if yeah. i do stuff like that i have no skills to fix anything <laughs> So I'll get into stuff like that, and then it'll just sit there and start, like, I've got a, I've got a um, a Subaru Boxer motor sitting in my yard that I bought. And yeah. I was like, w- what's up with this thing? And <laughs> I don't know. I've had it. It's just been sitting out there for a couple of years. <laughs> now, <laughs> you do know? you have
3: the vehicle that that goes in? or
0: No, I have the parts for a Mazda Miata. I have the front end for a Mazda Miata. And I've got some other parts because what I wanted to do is build a reverse trike. So I got the front end oh, yeah. and all that stuff for the Mazda Miata that was gonna go up front and I was gonna get like a motorcycle to put in the back for the one wheel and then put that that Subaru motor there and I have no skills. So you know See, what well is.
3: that's a valid project though. Yeah.
0: yeah. It is a valid project, but I you know, I don't have the skills to do anything <laughs> with it. So listen, okay, listen, we're over the nine o'clock hour here, so we are gonna we are gonna wrap this up. Um, why don't you tell them? Uh, it's yeah, it's past nine o'clock, right? I'm right on that. Yeah. Uh, why don't you tell the folks out there how can they support you? Where can they find your, you know, find all your content that you're doing or your social media platforms that you're on?
3: My my biggest platform's YouTube, and mm-hmm. it's Gun Doctor TV, all one word except for the TV. It's got the periods in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me everywhere. I, it's just Gun Doctor TV. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm on Instagram. And, of course, you can find me on the Surviving Man TV show, and you go to survivingman.com, sign up for the VIP viewing party, and you're good as gold.
0: Yeah, I don't know what the uh, the betting odds are yet, but I'm going to say that Gun Doctor TV, Daniel won everything. That's my prediction. I'm predicting sure. that right now. <laughs> he He can't say anything right here. I'm predicting he won the whole thing. I'm predicting it right now. It. I'm predicting it right. <laughs> let's start. Let's start the odds. Let's start the betting going right now. Uh, make sure you guys go out there and support Gun Doctor TV, of course. Um, big shout out to Harry's Holsters. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna run in the end. We're gonna come back, Daniel, and you're gonna leave us with some words of wisdom. Uh, I want to thank everyone for hanging out with us. Of course, Liberty Austin was great. She came on the show. Uh, we enjoyed that. You guys need to go check her uh, stuff out as well and support the different projects that she has going. Um, you know, and uh, let's see. Okay, we got lots of people thanking us. Uh, let me run in the end. We'll be right back here in a second. Mm-hmm. All right, guys! Don't forget to smash those thumbs ups, ring the bell so you can be notified when we go live. We're gonna rip the audio out of this and throw it up on iTunes and all your favorite places to catch your um, your audio podcast from. I think episode, I think it was episode seven seventy-two or seventy-three. I want to say with the crazy Scotsman that I see out there. There was an issue when we put up that audio, I, and someone let me know. I fixed it, and the audio's up there. So if anyone missed that and you want to go back. And check out that episode, please do that. All right, Daniel, hit us with your words of wisdom.
3: Words of wisdom. Always carry one in the chamber and never pee in the wind.
0: All right, there you go. All right, we're out of here. Big thanks. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace out. We'll see you tomorrow. We're out of here.